listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. I mean, like, I gotta be like the pioneer to this shit, you know? I, I, I was popping that Chris Dow and a lot of y'all niggas thought it was B and shit. You know? Wearing that platinum shit when all y'all chicks thought it was silver and shit. I, I gotta really be the pioneer to this shit, man. Bottom line. Let me see how to do it. Check. Yo, I spit that other shit. That's a nice motherfucker shit. Fed time follow me around. Eat cover shit, nigga. You bid money. I'm all year money. I'm popping. You ain't got to count it. It's all live money. I never change money because niggas got strange money. Knocked up, marked up, fucked up in the game money. I got bail money. Double XL money. You got flash now, but time will reveal money. I spit the hottest shit. You need it, I got it shit. That downside master P about it, about it shit. I got blood money, straight up thug money. That brown paper bag under your mattress, drug money. You got show dough, little to no dough. Sell a bunch of records and you still owe dough. I got 996 plus four more dough. You crazy, you fugazi. I'm loco with dough, popo. Young cats acting like they slung caps All in they dumb raps talking about how they fun stacks When I see them in the street, I don't see none of that Damn playboy, what the fuck is the hum ass? Where's all the ice with all the platinum under that? Those ain't Rolex diamonds, what the fuck you done to that? That rapping ass niggas, y'all funny to me You selling records being you, but still you wanna be me I guess for every buck you make, it's like a hundred for me And still you running around thinking you got something on me But I done did it, and y'all wanna take my flow and run with it That's cool, I was the first one with it Original, jiggers the future flow, digital Still busting the gap when shit gets critical Sit it down, I don't want y'all to get it confused I rip it down, like I ain't got nothing to lose That I got me some Seagram's gin, which is old school right there. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now that shit, whoops. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You got to get yours, but fool, I got to get mine. Hey, welcome to the Black Goddess Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen, who seems to be ablibbing over here. My bad, y'all. Uh, we're back in the house for a Saturday morning feedback show. This is the show uh, one time a week where we give back to fans brought to you by you uh, for the people that uh, donate to the show and write into the show and tweet with us and all that good stuff. And they want to interact. We say, hey, man, no problem. We can definitely do that. Um, we'll just do it on Saturday morning. Give up our Saturday morning to talk to you. Uh, of course, there's many ways to talk to us. Um, let's run down the list. Uh, the easiest uh, way to find out all about the show is to go to blackouttips.com. While you're there, you can do a bunch of stuff like donate to the show. You can sign up for uh, subscriptions to the actual web page. So every time we do an update, you guys will get an email letting you know what's going on. 
Um, you can also watch all the shows live right there by going to live shows on vocal uh, at the top and uh, watch us live. A lot of people are watching us live right there, right now. Um, and the people that listen to us on the podcast and hearing us later, well, mm, this is how you do it. You go to theblackoutist.com and go to live shows on vocal. Um, you can also join our Facebook page right from the fan page, right from the website. Um, just join the fan page. Uh, we're over 2,700 members right now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate everybody just spreading the word about the show. Um, it, it's really helping, to, you know, really helps grow the show and stuff when you like us on Facebook and tell people to listen to us and all that type of stuff. That's really uh, how we get listeners. Yes, it is. You can also donate to the show. You can do a recurring donation or a one-time donation. Just click on the Donate button on the right-hand side of the web page and click Donate. And uh, it'll take you to uh, different options. You know, you can either do five dollars a month or more or whatever, um, or you can donate one time. It's all it all helps the show. You can check out the store right there um, and see what kind of good things we have there, man. A lot of people buying safe shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, um, a lot of we, safe people out there. A lot of safe Negroes mm-hmm. and staying out of trouble. Um, and white people can be safe too. So yes, they can. Make sure you're buying stuff, and we appreciate everybody that. Supports the show by wearing it on their chest. Um, the other ways to talk to us, well, you can leave us a review on iTunes, but there's only one condition. We will read your review live on the air during the feedback show as long as it's what, Karen? Five stars only. That's right. If your review is not five stars, are we going to read it, Karen? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. That's stupid. Okay. There's a lot of podcasts I hear these days going, we're not like the black guy with tips. We'll read anything. And I say, good. Then have low standards, okay? <laughs> That's what you You're going to get what you get. <laughs> All right. So when the, the people always talk about, we need, I like criticism. I don't. Okay. First of all, most criticism is not constructive. Have y'all seen the internet? I know it's so. Go look in the YouTube comment section. Is one star and then the word fag any type of fucking compliment that's going to help you make a better video next time? Of course not. Most people are stupid. So I require five stars from the point, from jump, just to know that you're even engaged and you're listening to what the fuck we're saying. Yep, because a lot of times those people don't listen. But even if you do and you say it, my thing is that you left five stars. So we'll we'll read it then. Right. Then if you want to call me a fag, okay. Yes, because at least we know that you listened to the show and read instru- and yeah. heard the read instructions and heard the instructions. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can leave us a review on iTunes. You can also favorite us on Stitcher, share us on Stitcher with uh, Twitter and Facebook. They have a lot of uh, they have buttons right inside the app. Yes, they where do. you can share us, and uh, that helps us. So I think we moved all the way up to ten in the most uh, shared, shared shows, mm-hmm. and we are fifty three. In comedy. Yes, we are. Of all the comedy shows on Stitcher. Yes. We are 53rd. We rolling with the big dogs. I don't think you guys understand how fucking insane that is. Yeah, I'd say that again. And above podcasts that we know are bigger and larger and have a larger fan base than us. Yeah, people that are making a living off of being podcasters are below us on this fucking list. I I don't even know what Stitcher uses to do the stats. but that's. That's insane. Yes. So we thank you guys. Keep sharing, keep posting, and keep telling everybody about us. Yeah, that's how awesome our fans are, man. You guys are all part of this shit because this is definitely an experiment going on in a spare bedroom with a mixer and a couple microphones. I know it's so. And y'all make this shit bigger than it is, man. <laughs> yes. So that's awesome, man. Thank you guys. Um, 
Let's see what else they can do. They can email the show. Uh, you can go to, uh, you can email the blackouttips at gmail.com. We read the emails for the show as long as they're, you know, relevant and shit. Uh, I know a lot of people send us link to articles and stuff like that. We check those out sometimes, but that doesn't always make the show. But mm-hmm. yeah, we email, you know, we listen and read your feedback. Uh, you can also call the show 704-557-0186. Talk to us live, uh, today when we open up the phone lines a little bit later, or you can, uh, leave a voicemail throughout the week and we'll play that on the show as long as it's under three minutes. Uh, we're trying to keep everything around three minutes because some people like to talk for seven minutes about Tyler Perry and then call back again and talk eight minutes about Tyler Perry. <laughs> so it's 20 minutes of the show. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's 704-557-0186 to talk to us today. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And let's talk about the, the people that donated to the show because that's what makes this show possible and fun to do. Uh, my man Derek Bates, he donated to the show. Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you. The donation has been received. Thomas Ibel, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he donated to the show, man. Thank you very much uh, for the donation. That, that's awesome. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. He donated to the show with that recurring donation. Yes. I think he just likes hearing his name every month and that's going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Andre Ratliff donated to the show, man. Thank you very much, guys, that uh, donated to the show this week. I appreciate it, man. Because um, you didn't have to do that, but you did. Um, you know, we put everything out there for free, pretty much. So people that just take the shit for free, um, no, no resentment or whatever. But, uh, you know, they can do that. And, and, uh, you know, and there's all kinds of ways to help out the show, like spreading the word through Stitcher and mm-hmm. social media and stuff. But the people that take time out to, like, write us money, like, that's awesome. Thank it you. is. We appreciate that. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, you keep us going, guys. All right. So um, what do you want to do first? We got iTunes reviews. We got the page. We got emails. We got Let's do um, iTunes and then do voicemails. All right. iTunes and then voicemails. All right. Let's go ahead and go to iTunes. Uh, to leave us a review on iTunes, what do you have to do, Karen? To leave us a review on iTunes, um, if you have an Apple product, go straight to iTunes. If you don't, go to iTunes.com, and you can create an account if you don't have an account, and find the Blackout Who Tips, and on the side it says leave us a review or write a review. So you can write us a review and rate us five stars. And it doesn't matter what you say. And a lot of people say, well, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Just say, hey, we don't give a damn. Just write right. something in the blank. All right. The, we got a lot of reviews this week, man. Um, I don't know what it was. We, we went on a lull for a bit. We were getting like one review a week and stuff, and it was getting kind of sad, and I was going to kill myself. But <laughs> we back on said, it. Nobody cares. And, and then people started re- writing reviews again. So thank you guys that did that. Um, and, and they don't have to be long-winded or anything. It's just uh-uh. uh, just nice, just, just five stars and whatever you have to say. So the first one is from Brian Edwards, and it says TBGWT as the title. And, of course, it's five stars. Yes. iTunes needs more rating stars. Always gives me a good laugh. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Because I like his initiative. He's saying, iTunes, add more stars to this so I can give him more stars on the review. Because he wants to give us the most stars possible. And that is a true fan. Yes. My man Derek Bates says, Rod and Karen had the funniest podcast I've ever heard. And the title of his review is, This Show is the Greatest. Oh, thank you. He's not one to mince words, Karen. Mm-mm. If you read that review, you know to come check us out. Thank mm-hmm. you, Derek. Uh, funny as hell, five stars, said by Francine Green. 
I love the show. You guys had me laughing so hard. I have I was sent over by Mr. Span and Dark Hater. I downloaded every podcast. Keep them coming. I'm spreading the word. Oh, thank you, baby, because you went way back in the crate. We had, what, 300-some episodes. So, baby, you got a whole lot of listening. Yeah, it's weird having a podcast because this week, like, some nigga was fussing at me about some shit I said on episode 175. <laughs> Like nigga, I don't know what the fuck was happening on episode one seventy five. That was like fucking one hundred and fifty episodes ago. He was hot, baby, but that's the thing. At two in the morning, he's like, "Listen, <laughs> Nintendo is not for suckers," and I don't appreciate you you saying that. That's bullshit, right? Yes, he has love, baby. Far as he concerned, he just heard it. Yeah, uh, I was like, um, I, I don't know if uh, this is a productive. <laughs> talk with a fan <laughs> like should i just cut this nigga off or what he was passionate about that yeah i was feeling kind of um right i don't know i was feeling kind of kind of like he was getting mad and stuff because then he was like well i know you don't get mad i was like i'm not mad though like he's, he's like i'm just i just thought we could have a talk i was like we are having a talk I, he act like i was like motherfucker no how dare you like I, I, we were no. having a talk no, I know. A lot of times I think when people come at you and people just see your words, it's read a certain way. I, I wish there was like a voice that came with your words with the people could really yeah, understand. Add, add some emoticons, some smileys. Yes. One dude was like, uh, he had, he used the, the TBGWT hashtag, which I, we like for everybody to use mm-hmm. when they talk about the show mm-hmm. on, uh, on Twitter. Yes, so we can follow it. So, so I was, you know, I go out there and I check it routinely and one dude was like, I like the Blackout Test podcast, but, the audio quality of the guest uh needs uh can you is is it, it needs to improve and so i was like oh cool uh well next time we won't have any guest you know as a joke because obviously we're gonna have guests right yes. that's fucking stupid to not have guests <laughs> and it's not like we can invite everyone to our house you know so so then uh there was like uh i was just joking uh but you didn't have to take it personal or something like that i was like i i thought you were a fan of the show i'm just joking too and like, like it's just, like it's just weird, man. Man, Twitter. Anyway, um, thank you, Francine, for your review. We also got a review from Chula in Cali. Love you, show. Five stars. Thank you. I'm a new listener and totally addicted to the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm now highly aware of cheese and white people now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cheese and white people. Because we like to spread the spectrum. Yes. I was watching one TV show where a guy was worried if his brother could afford a mortgage and still buy cheese. I kid you not. <gasps> oh, wow. It's a cheese epidemic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. You know, these white people and their love of cheese. Am I supposed to be shocked? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything you could tell me that would shock me about white people and cheese. All right. <laughs> we know how they get down. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with my little sister who was watching New Girl. The white character was shopping for cheese. I went out to dinner <laughs> with my white friends. So she went out to dinner with her white friends. And they told me about this new cheese they discovered. And they were excited. <laughs> yeah, you ever see the look on a white person's face when they start talking about cheese? Yes, yes. Good God. It's, 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 it's the most awesomest look in the world. Uh, when I had went out with your uh, brother and his uh, girlfriend who is white, and I meet some of her family, mm-hmm. and we was talking, to, and I asked uh, one of the girls, I said, do you like cheese? And she looked around. She said, why are you asking me about cheese? I just want to know, do you like cheese? She says, I love cheese. She said, I found this new cheese from Italy called Fontana's from some cheese. She said, it is so delicious. She said, talking to you about it right now, make my mouth water. I said, I thought, mm-hmm. damn, that cheese must be good. I want to 
trust them. Yeah. You can't really trust a white person's opinion on cheese because they love it so much. They love all the cheese. Yes, they do. So I, you know, I'll get the cheese. I'm like, oh, this is nasty. It's like, oh, but I, you know, I still love it because mm-hmm. it's cheese. Yep. You're supposed to stink like that. It is. It's supposed to smell like shit. Okay. Right. If you say so. Um, Rod and Karen, you are in my head now. My life has changed forever. Smiley face. Thanks for a great podcast. And please tell Chill, there's a very sexy woman in Cali and th- that's her number one fan. Hugs and kisses. Oh, mm. thank you. Chill out here spitting that game. Talking about sucking ass and stuff, and I guess it's working. <laughs> great, great show by Diddy Jennings. She's, uh, they say, your show gets me through the work day. Love it when y'all talk about sports. Your humor helps ease the pain of my team running out of gas in the Eastern Conference Finals. Thanks for the great work. I guess you're talking about the Celtics. And, uh, yeah, they ran out of gas. And they ran, uh, they, they ran over with old. Them niggas old. Um, <laughs> That's right. A-Rod the Hyena says, I love the ratchetness five stars. I stumbled onto this show after listening to Rod for a few months on the Morning Jones. And man, that's how he spelled it. This show is ratchetness at its finest. Love it. As a black guy who reads comics, plays video games, and hates Tyler Perry because he is a bad director, I found a show. <laughs> I found a show I can relate to. Love the show and the chat room. A Rod, the racist hyena, because he always has guess the race uh, racist names on deck. Yeah, and before you that go, is a racist ass dude. Yeah, somebody said in chat room they left for one in the UK. They left one in the UK. Okay, yeah. um, let me go on iTunes. And uh, uh, go find that real quick. Uh, it might take a second. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, man, for even leaving us um, a review because I know that uh, it's kind of hard for some people to do. They they don't feel like you know logging into iTunes or leaving us a review and stuff like that. But I appreciate the people that do, man, because. Uh, there's not a lot of support out there for, you know, shit that people like. It's a lot easier for people to complain and tell you, like, why something sucks and why not to support this. You know, you get a thousand petitions signed for why to not go see a Tyler Perry movie, but you can't get, like, one uh, person to donate to uh, independent black media or something like that. So, you know, leaving a review, you know, it's not money. Mm-hmm. But it but it helps the show so much, and I think people just forget that there's other ways to help the show, you know. Yes, it is. All right, so oh, we shit, got we got two. Yeah, well, I don't know. If we read the other one. Um, no, but I said we never did UK before. We never have. Mm-mm, we okay, well, we got two. So thank you to this person. We actually found two reviews. Yes, we did. Um, our, the first one is uh, from R McFarland twenty four. Uh, they left this July 23rd, 2011. It says, what can I say? Five stars. As a listener living in a different country, Scotland, and a completely different culture, white suburban shite, this is absolutely amazing to listen to. It broadens my aspect of, I guess you could call it cultures. I don't know. Awesome show. Not been listening very long, but not going to stop anytime soon. R. McFarlane 24. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate that, man. White people love us, too. Yes, they do. Mike 55 in London says, brilliant podcast. There are a lot of laughs, but what really makes this podcast great is the insightful discussion of everyday life issues. Recently, recently it was, can a man date a woman who used to go out with someone he knows? Not just joking around, but thoughtful debate. And the best part is the love between Rod and Karen that shines out through their conversation. They are two beautiful people. Thank you. I'm a white guy in my mid-50s in London, and most of the stuff they talk about, apart from American sports, makes sense to me. 
Well, that's good, because, you know, I would hate if this all sound like gobbledygook. I know it's so. Try it and see. So I, uh, those are the only two I see, guys. I hope that's that we got yours in the chat. Yes. Um, but thank you very much, man, uh, for uh, Letting us leaving us know. a review. And, and uh, yeah, tell tell the people, you know, if they um how to you know how to let us know if they leave us a review from somewhere else karen yes if you leave us a review outside of the united states please hit us up uh, by email or by twitter or by facebook and let us know because itunes is by country so even if you're in canada or mexico we won't get it unless um you're actually in you went away baby unless you're actually in that country so I thank you uh, for uh, Mike G in the chat for letting us know about the UK because we found another listener who left one in the UK who who uh, didn't let us know. So now we did a two for one. So we thank you folks out there in the UK across yeah. the water. We appreciate it, man. And I've seen all the James Bond, so I feel like we're even. And uh, you know, and I like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So you know, we appreciate the people that do that. Um, and I think uh, we got all the reviews from Canada, too. I just went and did a quick check of Canada uh, to make sure that we got those. I see from the Jacks left us one April 28th. I'm pretty sure we read that already. Oh, yeah. All right. Let us get into some other shit. Karen, what do you want to do next? Voicemails? Yes, sir. All right. Why not? Let's see who left us voicemails. The voicemail number is 704-557-0186. And you can also use that number to talk to us live during the feedback show uh, after we finish playing voicemails. We got quite a few, so let's roll through them now. Yes. All right. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Black Outfit Nation? Hey, this goes out to Daz. Hey, Daz. Hey, I'm just not listening to the show, kind of, sort of. I'm replaying it because I miss all the fucking shit leading up to when I call the shit. I listen to the rest of the show, but, hey, I just want to say, hey, I did not, you know, show you love just because you left your messages and shit. Hey, I was going to show you love anyway. I just had to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So, Dad, hey, we all family. Hey, and if I say some shit, hey, he clowning me. It's all good. We all family, bruh. You know what I'm saying? They go for everybody and shit. All of family. All of us can be clowned and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the black guy tips you. The black guy who tips Nation World go around. Get paid. Yeah. I just forget it up. This nigga started to kick my ass, man. All right? So I'm going to the phone before I make a fool of myself. And before I be trying to fuck uh, everybody in black guy who tips Nation. All right? So I'm out. Peace out. Dance. You good, bro. You good. Peace. That's right. Before she has to fuck everybody in the Black Guy Tips Nation. <laughs> Not just me and Karen. Everybody about to get fucked. <laughs> Guys, count everybody your blessings. Everybody about to get some. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> you about All to get right, some. See, I'm listening to you in between commercials and shit. Now, hopefully, this will be the last time I speak on this devil on this devil's advocate shit. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, Rod. You are aware that, but anyway, in my opinion, anyway, devil's advocate can work both ways. Because if it's a situation, right, and you take your position on it, now, let's just say your position on the situation is fucked up. Maybe you think the woman deserved to be raped or whatever. You know, hey, that's why I say keep open mind. 
you know, sometimes the motherfucker making the case can come at it from a fucked up point of view, you know, and if you are fucking standing by your convictions, and if you have dug your fucking feet in, and you're defending your position, and I can come along and say, hey, Rod, let me take devil's advocate, all right, uh, what if your little girl was wearing, uh, or what if your mama or your sister was wearing a short skirt, would that justify a nigga yoking her out, taking her in the bushes, and sticking dick all up in her ass against her will? You uh, see what I'm saying? The shit work both ways, goddammit. No, it doesn't. Professor! Okay, for the last time, Professor LCA. By the time you hear this, I pray that you have sent in something to clarify this whole shit. Because y'all know Professor LCH is the official scholar of the show. <laughs> I know you're the scholar, dog, I get it. But to me, nah, you, 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 you the grand wizard. You are the professor, the, the, the official scholar of the goddamn show. Please, please can we get some clarification. Oh, you know what? If you can't clarify shit, just, just put your opinion out there, man. I'm just love to hear what you got to say on this. Rod, God damn, man. Don't eat a pickle pig foot, all right? And fucking just have a good day. <laughs> shit, man. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show when the next commercial comes. Alright, I might have some more shit to say. I might not. Alright, it depends. Peace out. Peace out. Alright, um, oh, the. What, Karen? I must have said, 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 said the thing about devil's advocate is that I understand your point, chill, but the, but I, I I guess from my perspective, do you believe that? Like, that person may not even believe what they're saying. Like, well, not just that, but, like, why would you need to play devil's advocate for what chill just said? Like, that like, would no, be terrible. Chill, you really believe that. You really do believe she should not have been raped because of whatever she had on. You don't got to parse it with, well, it's devil's advocate. Uh, just be like, no, motherfucker, you wrong. And I stand and, behind and, it. Like, that's what, I guess that's what's fucked up to me is like, it's cowardly to me. Like, unless, like, if you, like, a lot of times, I think it's misused. It's not people actually who don't believe what they're about to ask you. They do believe what they're about to ask you. They just don't want you to say nothing to them about it. They don't want to stand behind their words. Yeah, they don't want to, they want to be able to run away from their opinion. And I think that shit is cowardly. That's all. If it's your opinion, it's your opinion. Stand yeah. behind it. Now, personally, I, you know, I think if you're going to play devil's advocate, that's fine. But you just need to do it in that voice of those privileged ass white girls that robbed those girl scouts yeah then then that's fine so if you want to call her to the show and play devil's advocate then you just need to be like well you know it just depends on like what she what she had on because like if she had on some like a skirt or, or something, something and then I mean, like come on she just like maybe she deserved it you know yes i mean she's just like you know just walking and then then okay fine you can play devil's advocate but you have to do it in that fucking voice <laughs> All right, I want to know that your annoying ass is, is doing that. All right, um, all right. So let's play the next voicemail because we have more to go, and this one's longer. This chill, calling back. All right, hold, hold the fuck up, Rod. Mm-hmm. Hold the fuck up. Okay, I cannot let you do this. Uh-oh. No sir. What no, you sir. do, sir? Nah. Okay, I'm 
I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna just go ahead and be real with y'all and you know in the black guy who tip nation about this young lady named Fire. Now, when I called in, hey, by the way, forgive me, cause you know what? This might be a little bit more than three minutes. Okay. Now, see, when I called into the Saturday feedback show, you know, I tried to be nice and I was just like, yeah, interesting woman. But let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. Everybody who fucking emailed and left a voicemail. They was right, okay? The young lady was fucked up. Let's yeah. just call it what it was. She was fucked up. She was rude, okay? She was a professional. All of this shit. Fill in the goddamn blank. That's what the fuck she wasn't, okay? Mm -hmm. Right? I will not allow you, okay, to take responsibility. Look, you ain't gonna take responsibility for this shit. Now, look, I know you, you know, and Karen, being the gracious host that you are, you know, you gonna eat it. You gonna own it. But let me tell you something. Black guy who tips nation has already fucking told you, all right? So if you to sit here and say that it's your fault because you didn't vet her properly, let me tell you something. This is the business y'all in, okay? Hold on. She won. No every goddamn body. No puffy. No muffy. No puffy. You know what I'm saying? She got that one. with the Fortune 500. 400. You know that? 100. The Fortune 25. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Fuck that. This is the business that y'all in. You invited her on your show? Come on now. She supposed to know how to get to this help. You know what I'm saying? She a musician, and she wondering why the fuck she ain't made it? Well, goddamn, if this is how the fuck she act, well, fuck it, yeah. I see why the fuck she ain't did shit in this world. How the fuck she gonna come on your show, and you know what, and disrespect, and just like me, just like out there and shit, taking calls from her boyfriend and shit, you know what I'm saying, cutting off. I ain't there, I ain't here. What the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? Hey. Rod, don't you ever apologize to us for being professional. You did your job, okay? All the onus is on her. Hold on, what the fuck is her name? Fire? All the fucking, the fault is with her, alright? Rod, I swear to God, don't you ever apologize for a motherfucker coming on your show, okay? <laughs> And not doing the damn thing. All right? We know you bring it. Everybody who follow you, we know you bring it. Fucking multiple times a week. God damn it. iTunes knows it. God damn it. Everybody start to know this shit, how you bring it. God damn it. Y'all the shit. Rod and Karen, y'all are the shit. Fuck fire. Yeah, I said it. God damn it. Fuck her. And I fucking... Whatever the fuck wrong with ass and her drunky ass, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I said it. Home girl, I, um, you know what? I know you wanted me to get in that ass last week, you know what I'm saying? I forget where you're from. You said, you know, you grew up with the booze, your parents, and you wanted me to get in the ass. You know, I was trying to be nice, home girl. Forgive me for not knowing your name. I'm going to be rude. But you know what? Yeah, you know what? When I hear you apologizing because somebody is full of shit, that pisses me the fuck off. Fire, fire like a sir. Sucker dick! You ain't never got the motherfucking call this motherfucker and be on this goddamn show no more. You ain't doing Rod and Karen no goddamn favors and shit. You showed all of us why the fuck you at where you at. Struggling. All you are is a fucking name dropper. You know this person, that person, that person. Well, what the fuck then? Why the fuck you feeling the same? 
ain't quite there. You know what? I'm finna go, man, because you know what? I done got pissed off. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to fucking eat barbecue and enjoy my, enjoy my shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit done bothered me. You know, I don't like that shit. Let go who's his nation. I'm sorry for the win. I'm saying, Rod, Karen. I'm sorry for the however long this fucking voicemail is. But I ain't with that shit, man. I ain't with that shit. I am not finna sit here and have you apologize because another motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, didn't have a, 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 enough fucking wherewithal or fucking wasn't professional enough to bring it. Fuck that. I'm gone. Peace out. Peace. Jeez. Uh. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> I don't even know what, what to, to say, say to that. Me um, either. Uh, but you know, it's kind of funny because, like, I think that's how I felt immediately after the show. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, uh, I kind of like after having a week to think about it and stuff. Like, I, it wasn't as bad, I think, as it went in my head. Because you know, I think you know we talked about it after the show and stuff. Like, you know, like how do you think that went? Do you think people are gonna like that guest? You think people? Because a lot of times I feel like they're blowing it for themselves. Not us. Yeah. Because the people that listen to the show, they already love us. Like, it's not really like for, it's not like, well, they're going to not like me and Karen after they hear this episode. They're going to not like that person for being rude or whatever. But, um, yeah, but to some extent, though, I still do take responsibility for it because I think I learned a lesson, which is I'm not having people on the show anymore that just, you know, say I want to be on the show. Like, it's just not happening that way. Um, we decide who will be on the show and we'll, we'll reach out to and stuff. But, you know, just like people that just happen to see me tweeting or something or happen to see us talking about something, they're just like, I want to be on the show tonight. Like, no, that's not happening anymore. Just uh, I think it doesn't help the show out. And I need people to be more. Uh, they need I need people. I need people that respect the show, respect what we're doing yeah. uh, and understand how much it means to, to us in order for them us. to be here. Because, yeah, you know. That's something that me that me and Roger talked about, and I and um and also I think too is that this is something we do, and this is something we love, and this is something our friends appreciate and they love. And when people on that people, I think a lot of people think they're good guests, and a lot of people don't really understand how to be a guest. Just because right. you breathing does not make you a good guest. Right. Sometimes people just fucking suck and they're terrible at it, but they think just because I talk in a normal conversation that I can come across the airways in a certain way, and that's not always so. And Matt DeRogic say it's a respect thing because the thing is that you don't make us look bad. You make yourself look bad. Yeah. But, and like, I don't, and my goal isn't to like have her feelings be hurt and stuff. Like no, someone, that's someone not the was, point. someone was, uh, I think it was classic material was like tweeting and like adding her, her in the tweet and being like, Oh, you know, I like your appearance on the show. You need to come do our show, blah, blah, blah. And so she was like, uh, Oh, oh okay. So people liked it. And I was like, well, um, we did get the most feedback ever. ever off yes. of your appearance yes we did but then she was like well should i go listen to it i was like no, no. because my feel my thing isn't like i want her to get her feelings hurt nope that's not or whatever it. you know but you know she's probably not really a fan of the show she's probably not really listening to the episode so she'll probably never hear the mean things that people have to say about her but you know my goal is not to set somebody up because it's kind of like a set up uh for for her to fail in a yeah, way and that's because, not the perfect reason why we bought her on here yeah so i mean yeah i, I but i understand like that anger chill was talking about i felt that immediately after the show like wow wow i think this person fucked up the show like 
I wanted to have a conversation. This shit ends up being, you know, arguing and talking about Tyler Perry and shit that really wasn't relevant to what we were talking about necessarily. But, you know, it just got to a point where it's like you're cutting people off. You're ranting. You're going you're telling other people about stuff that's not relating to the topic. You're changing subjects in the middle of a discussion. And it's really fucking up the flow of the show. And that's not the kind of show we do. It's not just chaos and, and yelling and shit, you know. But anyway, next next question. What up? What up? Ron Cam, what up? What up? Are y'all chilling? Yeah, we chilling. All right. Uh, Oh, what up, Daz? I don't know who this was. I hope y'all hurry up and do a small review of Prometheus. I know, Ron, you've seen it. Next Wednesday. Uh, I'll just say this. uh, Michael Fassbender, who played Michael uh, Magneto in X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Great actor. Love that dude. Haywire. Shame. Lock. Dude is great actor. Uh, his performance as David in there was fantastic. Uh, and um, anytime I see a movie with a sci-fi movie or a horror movie, a slash sci-fi horror movie that has a black hair in it, you know, I kind of really want, how you going to take care of this hair, girl? Uh, I might not like it. Uh, I might want to call it the Christmas Addict Effect. The Christmas uh, Addict Effect. First Class, Darwin. Yeah. Idris uh, Elba, he pretty much played the pilot, made the, played it like a, he was pretty much a truck driver, just a blue collar kind of guy. But I like what he did with his character. But overall, that movie was pretty much uh, underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But if, if anything you do from music to movies to visual arts, if you have to talk about it with people afterwards, if, if people are talking about it, you did a pretty good job. Speaking of which, Girls on Girls episode, Girl, um, you know, fire. I didn't know it was going to cause so much fucking controversy. I mean, I'm glad that you guys welcome people who have this, this, this uh, people who have opposing viewpoints from y'all. Because mm-hmm. they'll get boring. You can't just have yes men in your, in your circle. Somebody has to disagree. Mm-hmm. Even if the shit that they say sounds absolutely absurd, if they tell you in detail how they feel about the shit, so this is where I'm coming from, cool. But at the same time, I gotta say, when she's sitting there talking and you said, look, hey, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Why? Fire turned you, she didn't make you her bitch on your show. She made you her Taylor Swift. Hey, yo, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> she didn't finish. <laughs> and she was fucking hilarious. And chill. Hey, we cool with everything. But just hearing somebody raise your blood pressure, it's too easy to do this shit. It's, it's funny as fuck. So I'm going to use a turn of phrase. Everybody abuses shit and turns it into something that's absolutely not what it originally intended to mean. That devil advocate shit. <laughs> Made us so wrong what y'all had to do with my, all my daughter. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Alright. Peace. Peace, Peace. Um, Yeah, and well, the thing is, I, we didn't even bring on fire to talk about girls or to talk about Tyler Perry or whatever. It wasn't even like, let's get an opposing, opposing viewpoint on this show. Yeah, we don't like, mind we opposing actually, viewpoints. We actually brought Sharon and Ace Lynn ace lynn i think mm-hmm. ace lynn to to talk about um and nobody can even remember their names because fire took over the show but um it, like we brought them here to talk about the opposing viewpoints to girls and that's like i said i feel more bad because i felt like the show got overloaded and they didn't get to say what they needed to say I, mm-hmm. as far as her making me her bitch or talking over people that's that doesn't really move me one way or the other because like 
to I guess I think our audience is smarter than that. Like I think mm-hmm. you know if this was like fucking Fox News or something, then you know I expect y'all to not really be able to grasp the concept that somebody yelling and talking forever isn't winning a debate. They're just just acting a fucking fool, yep. you know. So I didn't feel like oh no we losing this debate. It was more like okay so she's just gonna be rude and ignorant about talking over people like okay if that's how you think that's gonna work and then you just gotta work it out because i still gotta keep the show flowing and people are like well just hang up people like cuss her out like it's just it's not about all that to me man like it it would be disappointing if our show became that kind of fucking show where everybody just hangs up and 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 that's cut their mics off and that's not what we want and and we and we try to get people with opposing views and people that don't always see it because i think to say we want to have a a in-depth discussion about things that um we we might not always see eye to eye on with other people and 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 because we want to bring the audience different things because some of y'all may actually think the same thing as our guests and sometimes you might not feel like you have a voice right so uh that would that's the uh the purpose of us uh doing that i agree i agree man this one's taking a while to play what's going on oh huh? here we go no how was it hey Rod and karen okay. uh, this is greg um, sorry if I get a little emotional on this voicemail, but um, sorry, go ahead, cry, man, if you got to. You guys really understand me, you know that I really do. Uh, I really do hate myself, you know. I <laughs> denied myself uh, the magnitude of Tyler Perry and <laughs> Red Tails and Steve Harvey. <laughs> and um and BET. <laughs> um, I just I just want to get away from the kind of black person that I am, you know. Uh, oh where, my goodness. You know, I'm genetically predisposed to liking these things. And uh, <laughs> to try to deny myself means that I am not truly black. <laughs> I am not truly an African American person in America. Oh Lord, don't graduate it. Um, Didn't go to an HBCU. You know, so uh, <laughs> you on a puppy? Get on this uh, path to uh, self righteous blackness, and uh, I'm going to DVR some uh, episodes of Unsung. And uh, <laughs> reruns of House of Pain. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna really, really uh, hype up this uh, this for better or worse TV show on CBS, so um, I can be truly a true black person in America who likes the same things every black person is supposed to like. And uh, I feel like I will have a better life. So um, thank you to you, Rod Karen, and to Fire for uh, exposing this to me. And um, I will talk to you guys later. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Sound like you're broken hearted there. Thank, thank you, Colin Greg. I'm glad you were able to self actualize and realize the errors of your ways, man. Uh, let's get some more voicemails. Hey, black out to the nation. Hey, 
Hey, this is chill. Forgive me. My voice is a little off right now. I've been screaming my goddamn head off all weekend. But you know what, Black Eye Who Tis Nation? Y'all know y'all motherfuckers wrong, right? I fuck. Y'all gonna send Rod and Karen a link about some. The girl who cuts her school out sound like me. Yeah. Hey, I owe y'all one. And let me tell you something. If it was me, I wouldn't have had to leave no damn message. <laughs> leave that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is all I want to say. Rod, Karen, forgive me because my voice sounds like shit right now. And if it don't get no better, I'm not going to call your show because uh. fuck that. Boy, I am feeling it right now. Too much partying, too much screaming, too much celebration. Go eat. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Black Eye Station. Y'all have a good one. Peace out. Oh, and before I forget, mm-hmm. just say this real quick. Toya, if you are where I think you are, and you didn't email me and tell me goodbye. Uh-oh. Oh, she's still here. Fuck you, man. Look, oh, Jesus. I'm going to tell y'all something. She ain't said shit. So you know what? Fuck you, Toya. I'm going to tell everybody. Toya is being shipped to Iraq. Okay? She's going across the water, man. <laughs> Toya y'all is in the chat her. right now. It's real talk. I guess from Iraq. Yeah. Toya, I want you to come back in one piece. And I don't want you to come back shell-shocked. All right? And before you go, I want you to suck the rest of the seven million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand dicks that I got left over. All right, take all of them with you, dog. Put them all in your mouth. Juggle them, swallow, suck, whatever you want to do. Do that. Tell you, oh, I miss you. Thank you. Oh, uh. that's all I got to say. Peace out. Black guy who just nation. I'll have a good one. I'm gone. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. Toya's Toy still here. She not she ain't left yet. No, not yet. She in the, she actually she actually see her in the chat room, dog. Yeah. <laughs> she how she gonna how she gonna say I'm I'ma miss you <laughs> but if you left, fuck you and suck all the dicks. <laughs> That's chill is chill is the best. Suck the dicks with love. Suck those dicks with love. You sound like the second coming of Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Can you cold read that pussy? Because if you can't, don't really have much use for you. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, Let's bring it down. Let's bring it back to uh, the show. Oh, <laughs> see who else left a message. Hey, Rod Karen, how you doing? It's your boy, Classic Materia. Classic. Uh, the podcast. Uh, I'm in the car right now. I'm responding to the uh, feedback show uh, from this past Saturday, which I missed. I apologize. Uh, but uh, Never apologize. I'll try to keep this within three minutes, or as I like to call it now, OCT, which is Owen Canada time. Uh, shout out to Owen. Oh, uh, first sorry. off, Shell. Uh, I want to address Chill real quick and say, Chill, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate, uh, you know, as a part of uh, the Black Eyed Nation, uh, your candor. And uh, I thought it was real funny that you called this like 40-year-old virgin uh, when we were on the, on 
of your show as guests uh, talking about comic books and video games and stuff. But, uh, you know, hey, hopefully you can come give, give us a listen on the Colts of the show. If not, you know, hey, still love you and, uh, you know, everything else. Uh, aside from that, uh, Ron, I wanted to address uh, this thing with, with the devil's advocate. Uh, it's like a cliche, you know, one of those cliche sayings that people tend to use. Uh, I think your hang up with it, I think y'all came across it was the way uh, your friends might use it. Um, you know, not to be racist or anything, but, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's, these are white people, and you're probably thinking white devil advocate, white devil, you know, it, it's, it's probably getting a little mixed up there. But in any case, uh, it's kind of it's kind of like what people say, uh, no disrespect, or, you know, uh, uh, when they say just kidding at the end of something, and they use it as a license to just say some fucked up shit, you know, like, uh, you know, no disrespect, but, you know, you you. You know, your mom's like a, a dog or something like that, that kind of thing. You know, so you gotta, you gotta kind of, you know, temper that out or, you know, not even worry about it. Uh, my man Pops, uh, you know, I think we came to come some kind of understanding because on Twitter, he's mad funny. You know, he's not as much of a troll on Twitter, you know, he's real cool, but, uh, you know, keep doing your thing, Pops, uh, just show respect for the people in the TBGWT nation. Uh, and, uh, oh, uh, as far as the feedback show, it's a real good, you know, it's a great idea you and Karen have. It's a good selling point for your podcast because uh, I wasn't going to listen to the second Girls on Girls show because I thought I had enough my fill of girls talk. But I want to hear what this lady Fire is talking about because uh, from the reactions, it seems like it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, a good move on your part. Uh, keep doing your thing, uh, you know, and that's about it. Hope you guys are enjoying the new place. I'll let you later. Cool. Thank you, Classic. Yes, thank you. Um, and uh yeah, uh that's good that you and Pop Son getting along and stuff. Um that's nice. Glad to hear that, man. And uh hopefully he gets along with everybody in our chat room. All right, let's uh got another one. Hey Rod and Karen. Um it's me, the official biracial gal of the podcast, Gabby. Um, just calling in and say hi. Uh I wanted to say that um uh, maybe like I don't know a few like quite a few episodes back, you guys were talking about the um, photo soul version of Back to Life on the movie Belly, and I finally got a chance to listen to it, and it's off the hook. I love it. It's better than an acapella. There's an acapella version that's out there, and it's actually um, a bit better than that. No, like Gabby. Acapella still has a little bit of beef in it. Like those are some of the ones that people really like. I don't know about Dominic 
or best granddad or anything like that. That's, <laughs> that's just hilarious. But um, a lot of people are talking about a soundtrack for, and I was wondering, if you, what did you guys think? Do you like the music from Boondocks, or is it just funny, or do you ever find a song that actually has a good beat? I would say that um, the one song from the Boondocks that is really cool it's actually not made up for the, it's not made for the series um, Rock and Roll Gangster. It's this guy, and it's like, it's really good. It's at the end of when um, Gangstalicious is coming out, and they start playing it, and he says, oh, man, this is the end of the career or something. And they start playing it. It's really good. It's like this guy and he, his brother, and he like, he's kind of like 70s soul. It has a really good 70s vibe to it. Um, but if you heard it, check it out. It's off the hook. Okay, I'll talk enough. Have a great day. Keep up the great work. You know, Okay, bye. All right, uh, Gabby. Yes, and uh, I don't. Yeah, and, go ahead, Karen. Oh, I'm about to say, and, and what I want to say is this: Me and Roger have been talking about for years that they need to release a soundtrack. I think that um, Cartoon Network does not do. Um, the Boondocks Justice, because a lot of other their popular shows already have soundtracks, like has two and three seasons worth of soundtracks. So I don't know what it is about Boondocks that they won't release a soundtrack because they have some classic hits that they've uh, made that it's like unless you're watching the show, it's almost impossible to get a copy of it. So I do think they should do it. I would rock the hell out of Homie Over Hoes. Okay. Is okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's what she was talking about. So, yep. Uh, that works. Do the homie. Yes, sir. Hey guys, it's Owen from uh, Canada, Collins. What up, Owen? Uh, just listening to that feedback show there. So, hey, Rod and Karen, how you doing? Good. What's good, up, sweetie? Hey, Chill. Vagina necklaces. Vagina necklaces. Come on. <laughs> really? Now listen, if I was from the face-eating state, maybe I'd go there first, too, so I can't really blame you. you got to live down there. And that reminds me, uh, you know, from a bit earlier, but as far as Canada being America's bitch, you know, it's hard to argue with that one. Uh, we do tend to say how hard when you guys say jump, but <laughs> I, I believe Nilla was, was, was mentioning, you know, like, I'd kind of rather be America's bitch than America's butt plug, so... No, I'm not. I got no vagina necklaces. I'm too much of a vagina fan for that. A vagina connoisseur. Even, you know, I'd even say a vagina saurus. But anyway, uh, no, I do not have any vagina necklaces. Only time uh, that's around my neck is when I'm coming up for breath. So, anyway, uh, what happened to I mean, you know, I know this is, this is your podcast, Rod, but Jill didn't come up here and hurt those guys, did she? I mean, <laughs> it has been a while since Tonilla put out an L. Rich talking motherfucker moments out there, but I hope they come back soon. I Me too. Them. I hope anyway, so too. Uh, Shelly said it was. Uh, Joe, you ever get a chance to see Chris Bosch walking around down there? Just been, been watching the finals here and, and game seven. And man, I love that guy. I have ever since he was with Toronto. He's just such a good player. I love the way he plays. Love, you know, he's just awesome. So you ever get to see him, yell some love at him for me, would you? I'd appreciate that. Uh, as far as the timer thing goes, you know, I mean, uh, judging from the reaction from from the callers, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick by my uh, my timer decision. It seems to be working out all right, you know. I mean, um, Rod and Karen are consummate professionals. They are uh, 
amazing at what they do, and it's their hard work that, uh, you know, keeps all this going. So if they want uh, three minutes, that's, that's what they'll get. As far as I'm concerned, they want two minutes, 26 seconds. They can have that. <laughs> you know, I, just, I just appreciate what they do out there, and, uh, you know, it's a hell of a show. you got to admit it. Anyway... Uh, maybe I'll cut out a little early today, but I uh, just wanted to say, you know, no vagina necklaces, in case you were wondering. Oh, Florida. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome, and I, I think I'll stick to uh, to my time today, and that's perfect. Take it easy. Jeez. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Shout out to oh, Owen. Owen. Owen went right back at you. I like that shit. I like I like this dude. He, was, he, he said, I'd rather be America's bitch than America's butt plug. I was like, God damn. I should have been playing Ethan during that call. Oh, Jay Z. God damn, that was good. Thank you, Owen. Appreciate the call. Uh, next voice. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Camille. I'm calling from Greensville, North Carolina. What up, Camille? Um, I'd like to consider myself the official black again of the show. Can I do that? Okay. Yes. Official black again. Yes. works. I've been really sensitive about racism because everybody hates black people and everybody hates Mexicans. So, you know, I'm kind of caught. Right <laughs> yeah, that's here. like the worst <laughs> of two worlds, whole thing. Oh. But your show has helped me lighten up a lot. Okay, not a lot. Maybe a little bit. Just when I'm listening to the show, then I can hear, you know, all the racism and be okay with it and just laugh with y'all. But outside, not so much. Anyways, <laughs> I was introduced to your show about, like, two months ago. Um, I asked Twitter what I should listen to. It's funny at work because my hours are kind of crazy. I work from 6 p.m. until... 3 a.m. Oh. 4.30, whatever. Shout out to the whole time, so... I can listen to whatever, and my iPods were getting kind of old to me. Mm. So, um, three carry-on items introduced me to you guys, and you've never failed me, so I listened, and I fell in love. Thank you. Oh, and, thank um, you. You guys are seriously my entertainment. I love it. I love it. I love y'all. Um, let's see. The other day, that's what I had to tell you. That's why I had to call in, because I've been trying not to call in, because I ramble, and I don't want to get cut off my first time. Um, I wish I had a timer like dude from Canada, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went, you know, my mom and her sister, they came down to eat some tacos with me because there aren't that many good taco places in North Carolina. And I found one. So we went and we were leaving and there was this homeless dude right outside of it. It was a black dude, which is weird because I, I really told someone a few months ago that I don't see any black homeless dudes, mm. like any middle-aged ones, and then they just started popping up everywhere. So <laughs> anyways, popping up we everywhere. were there, Shipping we were just the up or whatever, and we drove up a little bit, and he had a Bluetooth in his ear. A oh, Bluetooth. snap. So I'm like, dude, he forgot that he's supposed to be homeless today. <laughs> I listened to y'all, and I heard what you were going to do for these homeless people. Wonderful. Great idea. <laughs> but I definitely thought about you um, <laughs> every time I passed a homeless person like you. You need to. 
Give me the Bluetooth. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I'm going to shut up so I don't get cut off. I don't even know how long I've been on the phone. I don't feel like looking. Um, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for being my entertainment. You guys are great. I love y'all. Bye. Oh, we love you too, Camille. Thank you for Please. calling the show. Yeah. And uh, your voicemail was actually exactly three minutes long. So, um, yeah, don't feel bad. We appreciate it. Um, she called back. Let's see what this is. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Camille calling from Greensboro. Um, I just wanted to let y'all know that that last show that I just listened to, I didn't even get to finish it because I ran out of time. But... The parts that I did listen to mm-hmm. killed me. Thank you. The whole time I was at work, I felt like there's stuff crawling on me. Oh. Creepy crawlies and all that stuff. I'm from the country, so I know those centipede things and the little ones. Ugh. I, I don't like any bugs. Me either. No, it's not okay. And then that crap with the, what was it, a squid? Oh, oh yeah. Squids impregnating someone's Thank mouth. You. I'm probably going to have nightmares. Sorry. All right. That's all I had to say. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's just calling to transfer the, the hate back. Like, uh, yeah. I appreciate y'all being some dicks about this and, and reporting these stories. Yes. Uh, sorry. Those are the things that happened in our life. And that was a uh, story. But those were gross. Imagine living it. Shit. And then can you? And then imagine living it, and then having people on your timeline on Google Plus talking about you should have just chased it out the door, just let it live. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Let me let, let it live with you. Books. I'll bring it to your house, let you deal with it. This fast mm, little motherfucker. Nope. Ugh. Last voicemail. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Toya. It's been a long six, seven weeks since I've left a voicemail. I would like to start off by saying it's a good day to start saying fuck Mario Thomas again. <laughs> hey, chill. I'm back. Yes, it's me, Toya. I would like to say good morning to you, Rod. Two-thirds two star. And, of course, 20 star care. Thank you. The reason I say this, Rod, is because you have punked out lately. Uh-oh. What? You let Karen you put that pimp hand strong on you, man. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Libya. Yes. That, yes, yes. I just want to say I've caught up with all my episodes. I'm ready to go with some of this ratchetness. Hopefully I can call in live today because I'm ready to get it going. Now that I officially have no bills to pay because I'm living at home on my mama's couch, you know, sad stuff, you know, shit oh. like that happens. But that's all right. That's all right. Because you're not living with crazy? I, no rent no more. I guess not. Ain't that beautiful? Mm. But then I'm blowing all my money on ratchet shit. <laughs> uh, that's good, though. So I just want to say that. And let you know, hey, I'm back. <laughs> oh, that laugh. <laughs> it has been a while since she uh, since she was t- uh, able to hang out live with us in the chat room and stuff yes. like that. Well, um, all right. That's all the voicemails. Of course, we'll open up the phone line, 704-557-0186. And uh, we're going to do the rest of the show. Let's see. We have uh, the page, and then we have, like, polls and stuff, and then we have emails. What do you want to do first, Karen? Let's do the page and polls. All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the com. It's easy to leave us a uh, vote in the polls or, you know, comment on the page. Go to com, and everything there pretty much is like, vote, leave a comment. And do those things, because uh, we like to talk to our fans. We do. Um, all right. The first episode was the longest feedback show I think we've ever done. It was almost three hours. Um, we broke records. Five. Set it on five. Put 
right it was episode 319 after the fire uh which i thought was a very clever name very clever name um and uh the poll was uh because <laughs> i can't remember it was dad someone emailed us and said that when they sing songs where it's a woman singing to a man yep they changed the words that was their frano remember frano yes. yes and uh so i said i don't know what men do when that comes up i don't really change anything i don't think but i also don't really play a lot of those songs so i'm not really an r&b guy anyway but um it says fellas what do you do when singing songs by women directed towards a man and this is a pretty even poll 35 percent of people said i sing them like normal 30 percent said i changed the words and 35 percent said i don't sing them at all Man, that's pretty damn hardcore. That's pretty homophobic right there. Like, I can't even sing it. Now, I ain't gay. You know, singing them words is just like sucking a dick. And it's not. <laughs> Giving him something he can. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm just gay. <laughs> I'm gay now. I had to move out the house and marry a little Latin boy named Rico. I hope not. Uh, Professor LCH says, I listened to this show the second time. You do know I listened to, to many episodes multiple times, yes? On my Android, somehow I missed Delfrano's query regarding the man singing chick songs in the shower. Uh, I had to go to my desktop to listen on full speaker surround sound blast to get all of my laughter on. Classic, the Blackout Test audience question feedback. This is why I love this show. LOL. Thank you. The Tickler says, nigga, I'm internet famous now. Chill oh, is it? chill is on Team Tickler. That's cool as shit. Number two, just yesterday I saw a dude bumping Mariah Carey, Love's takes, Love Takes Time, <laughs> riding slow through a Target parking lot with the windows down. <laughs> he rocking it high. He went old school, didn't he? I think Tone from Hot Firestarter would call that the Bama of the Week. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, if you're going to do that shit on that motherfucker, it just wouldn't have been my black ass. Call me old school, but I hope she he was expecting Chick to walk out the door coming off shift at Target to have his Say Anything trench coat uh, radio moment. <laughs> Because that's some old, that's some old cry your bitch ass asleep clutching a picture of your ex type music. No other man should know you have access to. On the real though, nigga system was clear as shit. Vocals was on point. The bass wasn't clipping or nothing. Oh, he's riding hard in them brand new speakers he probably got. Yeah, I remember one time I embarrassed, uh, Karen and my roommate John. We was going to a store or something. And, uh, I remember I took, uh, I think it was Who's Johnny? <laughs> I think it's by the barge. I can't remember, but it's like who's Johnny? It is. And uh, I put a plastic shower cap on and rolled all the windows down and turned the music up all the way loud and put my head out and started jamming up and down and singing out real loud like who's Johnny? She said. Mm-mm. And uh, Karen and John was embarrassed as shit. It was funny. Yes, like somebody old ass uncle. <laughs> so I would have been bad mother week. <laughs> yes. And the people pulled up next to you and started cracking up. The Tigler said, actually, I think this shit is like white people quoting rap lyrics with nigga in it. We know you know the words. You're pretty much built out a hearty nigga. But when you're at the house or in the company of other white people, I mean, when you're at the house or in the company of other white people. But when my black ass is around, you best mumble that motherfucker. So so to all uh, the straight men singing love songs about men. You need to mumble that shit when another dude is around. End of story. Now, if you're a gay dude, live how you want to live. Love who you want to love. Money team out. E. Long, a.k.a. Eddie Long, says, Uh-oh. I love me some him. <laughs> An- <laughs> another man will never do. I just sang it because I mean it. Oh, 
lord isaiah says i say in one direction the swv in the car all the way to work and not a single fuck was given i like me some one direction well one of their songs um mm-hmm. uh, miss christabel says sexist rod this poll is sexist that is all oh yeah have a blessed day because uh, i guess <laughs> women can't vote in the poll um yeah and you're right it was a poll just for the men got a problem with that hmm all right <laughs> aaron says I, I listen uh sing Katy perry at work i can't wait for her to fall off and have uh have to pose for playboy kind of hard to change the words but i do sing it low enough for no that no co-workers can hear me i'll tell you this much um, i don't think Katy perry's ever if you waiting on them naked pics you ain't never gonna see them bro. i know it's so she too famous and too successful um Isaiah said, shout out to Rob for making me dig up my public enemy collection. Make me angry towards cheese heads. I'm just kidding. I do get slightly angry, though. <laughs> I don't know if he's kidding or not. No. Uh, Michelle wrote in this long ass thing on why she don't like LeBron James. But then she said it was Devil's Advocate. So I'm not reading it on the show. How about that for Devil's Advocate? <laughs> sorry my show um <laughs> we also had the episode uh 320 my boyfriend Derek, where we had dexter from shout it out productions on and eric uh do bell or dobell dobell mm-hmm. uh mentalist to the stars uh and we talked about you know random shit um and one thing that we talked about we had a poll on it was should we have graduation ceremonies for kindergartners uh, 19% of people say yes, which means 81% of people on my side, which is no. I know. They don't remember that shit and waste the money. What's wrong with y'all? Anyway. Caps and gowns and all that bullshit that they gonna outgrow <laughs> next year. No. <laughs> Isaiah says, fuck them little niggas. Oh, congrats, little Tommy. You always slept during nap time. Here's a graduation celebration. Miss <laughs> Miss Christopher, go ahead. Were you gonna say something, Karen? Yeah, but saying congratulations, Tommy. Why don't you take your face and smear it in your face? I mean, take your cake and smear it in your face. Yeah. Oh, you ate the best out of the glue. Mmm, you were a connoisseur of glue. That's you like Elmer's. I'm like, get the fuck mm. out of here. Miss Christopher says my son is graduating from preschool six twenty two. Which is believe, which I believe is valid. I had one when I was in preschool. Don't remember it. But the main difference between my graduation is his twenty and his is twenty dollars. And imagination, we <laughs> shit. Imagination is free. That twenty dollars ain't. Yeah, we had to use our blood, sweat, and tears to make our own, our t-shirt gowns and cardboard caps. These little rug rats are getting store bought caps and gowns, and they gotta pick the color. I, t- I told you, it's a ripoff for the parents. I bet you they probably do the pictures. I bet you probably go through the whole nine yards. It's too expensive. I'm trying to scope out right now uh, to find out which of his rich white classmates is having an after party so my son can get some name brand reparation juice boxes. Start them early. That's what I say, Miss Christopher. <laughs> You're never too early for reparation drinks from white people. So, yeah, overall preschool graduation is okay because going from a preschool to an elementary school is a big transition but not for no stinking kindergarten to some stinking first grade that's just whack personally i'm not giving them even preschool but i said kindergarten because i knew we could all agree well most of us 80 percent of us are saying and you know 20 percent of y'all maybe i have kids and that's why you're crazy because you got to love the shit out of your kids but and i ain't hating you for loving your kids yeah. but you know you could do at home celebration it's cheaper uh a rod says hell yeah it it might be the only time some of these little bastards get to cl- get close to a diploma oh lord jesus man the f- kindergarten 
you, you got some low ass expectations don't you um cheddar better says my little guy's going to the party for the preschoolers that are moving up on saturday they aren't getting fancy so i think it's valid no parents should have to spend extra money or anything daycare related though i don't know what it's like down state side but up here in canada we are praying or i mean we are paying four times our mortgage payment uh each month for two kids in daycare but this bullshit is ridiculous good god four times the mortgage payment for two kids in daycare Mm -hmm. daycare is expensive as shit wow they almost better off just working like going home and doing it yourself that's why a lot of parents homeschool jesus christ that's a lot of money yes it is um anyway um gabby says i say no because i'm trying to keep it old school and the use and with the usual preschool head start graduation and then on the kindergarten through fifth grade when the next graduation occurring at the end of fifth grade i do admit though that my dad did spend a grip on my graduation dress and even had nice shoes and hosiery from a boutique but we were able to return it the next day and get like two to three new outfits lol much love to my pops for his support and ingenuity rest in peace i know it's so yeah <laughs> did something just pop up yeah but it, uh, they they hung up okay. um but yeah that's that's pretty good <laughs> her, dad, her dad was like yeah say the receipt <laughs> that's going bad don't you spill shit on that congratulations don't 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 spill don't throw your hat too far yo you're on with the blackout tips hello rod hello karen how are you all doing today what oh, up Brent? Good. how you doing dog Man, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm just getting ready, getting ready to head it out to the choir rehearsal. And I was just, I just figured I better call y'all early so I don't have to call you from the Burger King drive to <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. What's on your mind, dude? What you want to kick it about? Well, I wanted to kick it about, um, first of, first off, um, What's the show where you guys had this big old falling out with one of your guests? Because I feel like I missed it. I feel like I missed out on something important. Okay, it's episode, I think, 317, and it's called Girls on Girls. And um, we had Sharon Joseph, Aisling, Butterfly, Soul Butterfly, and uh, Fire, uh, who goes by FireFire100 on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, as our guest. And we talked about the HBO show Girls, but then it kind of got derailed into some Tyler Perry shit and some blackness shit. Personally, um, you know, I think the episode turned out pretty good. I don't think it comes across like us having a falling out with our guests, but it. I don't know if Fire came across the Even best. Even if it does. Yeah. Even if it does, I mean, controversy creates cash. Right. Well, that, I mean, but for the record, we didn't like that wasn't the purpose. Yeah, like we wouldn't bring somebody on here to like. I don't want to have that kind of show where we bring somebody on uh-huh. to to set them up. You know, I think we've actually had this talk before. Uh-huh. We talked about uh, Pierce, what's whatever his name is, that yeah, dude, we, yeah, Pierce Morgan, and um, and uh, the dude from um, what the fuck is that guy's name? He used to be a hard Cameron. Cameron. Yes. Yes. Cameron. Yeah. So you know, he does all those Christian movies, and I think one of them. I think one of the Christian movies, I think that the church, I need the church that does all those Christian movies and stuff like Fireproof and, mm. and, um, Facing the Giants. Um, that's actually, and Courageous, that, that's actually a church here in Albany that does all of that. So, oh, I didn't know that. And, but, um, yeah, you yeah. know, but you know what I mean? It's like, I wouldn't bring yeah. her on here to then, like, that's specific, it, specifically it, call her out and do that. So, yeah, I, personally, it just kind of went that way. And it, but it, but I don't think it sounded too much like us just rambling and yelling and arguing. But, you know, people react how they want to to it. And some people are uh, yeah. upset. 
Well, I guess I'll have to listen to it and find out what people are upset about. Mm -hmm. But what I but um how about um the way that LeBron James has been bailing out Dwayne Wade this mm. entire playoff season? You see it. Good God. <laughs> Now, what happened to Dwayne Wade? I think, I think it's I think it's I don't know if it's Mike Fear, but it's somebody that uh, follows us from from um that this this associated with listening to us through Bomani and all that. I think they call him Teflon Wade. He is Teflon. <laughs> Nothing sticks. He's 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 bulletproof, man. Like he got that one ring, man, and I think it's just that people hate LeBron so much. Yep. That they just don't want to even talk about how short Wade Wade almost lost that game for them with that Wade that steal. Really like Wade thirty is like a running back thirty right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the thing about D Wade and, and I've watched some of the games is that he has a really bad habit of just coming down with like all this time and just jacking up a three. I would look at Roger like, why isn't he doing the play? He was like, I'm gonna come down, fucking, I'm gonna, and hopefully it'll go in. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it's, it's, for me, it's not that he's shooting threes and shit like that. It's just, he don't have what he used to have. True. And I think Miami still treats him like he does. So they like give him the ball, like create something. And he just, like whenever LeBron is in foul trouble. Right, right. Especially going to the hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, at, at any time he's in foul trouble or something like that, like, and LeBron comes out the game, like, LeBron's in foul trouble, and they let Dwayne Wade run the offense, it's terrible. It, it's horrible. So, I don't know, dude. Not yeah, a, yeah, it, it, it's just been funny. And the thing is, Dwayne Wade makes, even though LeBron may make turnovers, Dwayne Wade's turnovers are so critical. Mm-hmm. It's like he makes the turnover at the absolute moment that you should not and cannot make a turnover. Dwayne Wade makes these turnovers. And it's just, I'm like, bruh, really? And then, and then, but then people talk about, oh, the world's hook. Right. Like I went into the barbershop yesterday. And man, let me tell you, the barbershop is where you get the absolute, absolute, the most brilliant and the most stupidest. <laughs> Yes. Yes, I did say stupidest. Oh, we yes, agree. I feel stupidest. you. <laughs> stupidest things you've ever heard. Right. It's, it's, it's the things at the barbershop, like um, people just swearing up and down, even though Kevin Durant is a great player. You know, and they, they're talking about um, they're talking about how Durant is better than LeBron. Now, Durant, outstanding player. Yeah. But... Durant has Russell Westbrook mm -hmm. on his team, which he'll probably who will probably make the All Star team next year. Yeah, and you can argue that he's the second best point guard in the in the in the West. Because uh, right. for me, it's still Chris Paul because Chris Paul is more of a quarterback. Yeah, and the fact that Chris Paul doesn't have to score to beat you, even though even though the Spurs made him look like he was about thirty five out there, <laughs> Chris Paul don't have. He didn't have he didn't have the talent that that um that around him that OKC had, but it's just um it's just outstanding that they were still arguing LeBron over the I mean Durant over LeBron when we haven't seen Durant carry have to carry the load of a team right and there's True. a difference there's a difference between putting I mean Durant doesn't have to put the team on his back. He just has to come through and deliver. Right. LeBron has had to carry teams, 
And they say he's not clutch like that. Like that um, fourth quarter in Detroit meant nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he scored what twenty nine out of the thirty one points from the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah. Or the game he won against the Magic, where he hit the last second three that nobody likes to talk about. Or oh. uh, the time he closed out the Celtics, uh, like I think it was two years ago now, or something like. Like, it's just one of those things. Everything that he does doesn't count. That's just how it is. It just doesn't count. So. It doesn't matter yeah, if he's done it. I'll read your tweets and my tweets, and we're still talking about, okay, so, and, oh, and game one, la- game one, I mean, game two, yeah. because really, the Thunder should have won. If you know anything about basketball, you expected this to be a 1-1 one- one split at the end of the series. Right. But I expected the Thunder should have won. If Oklahoma City didn't win game one, that would that, that would have been a problem. Right. And if you look at it, you you probably felt at the end of the first half that Miami was the better team, mm-hmm. but okay, okay, she was supposed to win game one. I mean, that's what you do when you're the home team in the NBA Finals. If you don't, win I don't game think one, I, I said on Twitter. I think. Uh, I don't think anyone in the world could have beat Oklahoma City game one in their house in the finals. Like, it's just not going to happen. And I also said that same, that same night, I was like, if the, the Heat trying to come out of here one and one, it's game two that you target as the game you want to quote unquote steal. Mm-hmm. And then try to, and then you try to get them three wins at home. But you don't, you're not getting game one. It's going to be too fucking hard. And they're gonna be too hyped up. Not but in any NBA final. You, how many road teams have won Game One of the NBA Finals? Yeah, unless they were just the most. Unless they were just, you know, Jordan Bulls. Yeah, I'm trying and to think of it. I can't think of it. To what they were talking about, how LeBron did about great players and how LeBron had to get other great players. I'm like every other player had to be had to get great players to be great. Mm-hmm. Even Jordan, and then they got mad because I told them that Jordan wouldn't have won all six of his rings without, without Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. They so like that. They, they, and you know, I was in the barbershop, so all they heard was <laughs> Jordan wouldn't be nothing without Scottie Pippen. Right. So then the whole barbershop turned against me. So I, felt <laughs> oh. like, I felt like Cedric the Entertainer in the barbershop, to which I'm getting my hair cut. And so they were like, yeah, they were like, Jordan, you telling me Jordan? He said, you didn't see Jordan in the 80s. See, you didn't see Jordan in the 80s. You too young to remember that. I'm like, no, I don't remember Jordan in the 80s, but I also remember reading in my history book that he didn't win the finals until he had some great players like Scottie Pippen. In the final, and I was like, "Who in the '90s could have who could have been who was a better small forward in the '90s than than Scottie Pippen?" So they started saying James Worthy. That was the only name that they could in come the, up with. Was in the James '90s, Worthy. I don't know if I and, agree with that. In dog. the '90s, though, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, James Worthy was one of the greatest. Bro, we talking about in the, the '90s. 90s. In the '90s, he declined, bro. Right, he was getting hurt. He wouldn't have been as productive as Pippen in the '90s. Yeah, Pippen was the best small forward in the league during a ten, in the night of the decade. He was right. the best small forward. I mean, yeah. you just got to give it to him. LJ had some good numbers, but ultimately, at the end of the day, did you want Larry or did you want Pippen? You would choose Pippen. Yeah, yeah, that's not even close. Yeah, yeah. but it, it just got outlandish with this argument, and so then they got so close that they were fooled with my father. So they're like, "Well, they didn't get back to the final." They didn't get back to the Eastern Conference Finals until they got Jordan. I said, yep. That's it. And I watched it. You proved my point. So they got to the Eastern Conference Semifinals with Pitt, which means they were a very good team. So they got the round to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. With Jordan, with Jordan, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals because they faced another team that had two great players. They had Shaq 
and then had Penny. And at that time, you could argue Penny, people were arguing that Penny was the next Jordan, that he was going to be the next guard to be, and people were saying Penny was going to be up. But during that time, mm-hmm. before he got all his injuries, I mean, you remember. Yeah, yeah. So they were saying that Penny was going to be like uh, Magic Johnson and all this shit because he could pass, he could dribble, but he also was a good scorer. And, uh, you know, yeah. he, 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 he was, and he he was kind of tall for a point guard, too. Yeah. Uh, and so, okay. And so I said, okay. And so, so when did they win the championship? When they got Dennis Rodden. Arguably the best, one of the best defenders of all time. Arguably one of the best rebounds of all time. Right. So they had what? They had a big three. Like every other team that's won the NBA. And it never, and it, it never counts except for, uh, like, it, it count, it never counts, uh, to take away from Jordan. Like, it's just, you know, people just pick their, like, favorites, and that's all this is, dude. Like, I, I laugh at the way people talk about the shit on Twitter, cause it's just funny to me. It's like, Kevin Durant could do no wrong. Russell Westbrook is the worst if they don't win. You know, Russell Westbrook's the worst every time they lose. When they do win, Russell Westbrook gets, had nothing to do with the shit. Is that deal? <laughs> Only Kevin oh, he, Durant. Oh, he's that deal. He's a right. Twitter, he sucks. Right. And then, uh, you got, uh, and then you got on the other side, uh, Teflon Wade and LeBron. And if they win. The big dogs. Did you see them two headbands he had on the other night? That's what he do, dog. Uh-huh. He double them up, don't he? Yeah. He had two headbands. I finally figured it out. It's not that he has a headband that deep. It's just that he has two headbands. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to start the movement because back during the morning, Jones, we used to call him the big dogs. For them two headbands, that big old headband. I'm trying to get the movement back. Bo ain't getting on train, man. I need some more help. <laughs> the big we gotta dogs. We're going to start calling LeBron. He ain't got a real nickname, so we can call him the big dogs. So <laughs> the big old dogs with the big old tied around his forehead. Oh, <laughs> We might do that, Brett, man. All right. Yeah. All right, let me get back well, to Oh, go ahead. Yes. Though. Go ahead, brother. Hey, man. You remember back in the days when your rappers didn't get into fights with R&B singers? <laughs> Oh, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> you just remember, I miss those days, man. And the same thing is, Drake ran from the fight, and Chris Brown stayed in the fight. So that would mean that the R&B singer is harder than the rapper. Um, First of all, I feel like you're calling Drake a rapper when I don't know that I agree with that. <laughs> I feel I like I feel like that. I feel like this is not my generation of rappers. I might yeah. be twenty five. Yeah, but this rapper is not my version of a rapper. But this is what they consider as a rapper. Now. Like from in my mind, this is like if um, Morris Day and the Time fought like cameo. Like this shit ain't. It's not about to get me riled up. Like these little little salt ass dudes fighting in the club, they both R and B singers to me. So I, I, I can't even get riled up about this shit. Yeah. Apparently you can't, sir. Apparently you no. can't. Mm-mm. No, he can't bust. <laughs> oh, he shit. can't bust. Let's say that he can't bust. Right, can't bust. Just that's it. Can't bust. <laughs> All right, man, man. I gotta go for real. But shout out to Malcolm. I just had to give you one more for Malcolm. No doubt. And shout out to Pop Son. He all right sometimes on Twitter. Right. So you know, <laughs> y'all be nice to Pop Son sometimes. All right. <laughs> Peace. All right.
Peace. <laughs> I know we were being mean to Popson, man. I thought I was oh, being no. nice to him already. I'm cool. I don't got no issues with Popson. Uh, the Tickler says, man. There's only one of them. That's all I can say. It's the only one. Don't need no more. The Tickler says, man, they got preschool graduations out here in Tennessee. Kindergarten is at least school. As a as a kid, we had elementary, junior high, and high school graduation. This pre-K and kindergarten issue is crazy. Brian says, went to my nephew's preschool graduation last week. There were about 100 kids at $20 a pop for cap and gown. Each kid had a speaking part, and each class had a song. A little girl burst into tears in her line. Another little boy shook his head no when they passed in the mic. My nephew nephew literally dropped the mic and refused to say shit. Needless to say, I think the kids need to be able to pronounce the word graduation properly before they throw one. Agree. Yes. And that's the part that's bullshit. Like you say, you get there. It's not fucking cute to, 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 hey, you spend $20 on your kid. Somebody's crying. Somebody's throwing up. Somebody's peeing on itself. They right. don't know how to tie their shoes. That's some bullshit. No. I'm starting to feel like it's not even for the kids. It's for the parents. That's right. For real. That's why people throw parties for like smaller children and i'm like they're not gonna remember this these pictures is for your ass yeah actually i actually hate when uh adults invite me to little kids parties yeah i just tell them i'm like, not going but, but i'm an adult is timmy gonna be drinking some beer because i know i don't think i want to kick it with this dude and i don't have any children why are you invite me right uh giovanni writes in uh comments on the show he said buffy was one of my favorite shows i like spike more than angel because angel seemed like that his like this self-pity style vampire he couldn't enjoy life in a sense uh, well, he did have that curse from the gypsies, and basically, if he did enjoy himself, he would, uh, if he had one moment of pleasure, he loses his soul and goes back to being a complete douchebag vampire again, which is what uh, the part I'm at right now in season two. Uh, Spike, on the other hand, enjoyed life, tried different things to ensure that he wouldn't be bored, because he had no soul and he could be evil, he could do whatever he wanted to. Uh, for Prometheus, that was one major issue I had with the movie. One thing which no reviewer has ever mentioned this far. Everyone wakes up after two years of travel when, and then they are debriefed. Light years of travel and almost no way of going home and finally they are told why they are there. So you telling me no one asked what their job was before leaving the earth? It, <laughs> I mean, it's not like I, they could go, yeah, I'm not interested in this job now. So maybe they were told that they would visit a planet, but no one told, was told they were meant to make first contact. Uh, well, uh, you know what? We'll talk about this on Spoiled Movie Reviews yep. Wednesday Day at 9. Yeah, so, but uh, I didn't have a problem with that stuff, but um, I feel what you're saying. Uh, Giovanni also said, oh, sorry. I'd like to say that Dexter and Eric were awesome. They brought a lot to the table, and they were really cool. Great job, guys, on this conversation and discussions. I thought they were fun, too. Gabby says, dang, I just saw y'all pick some food and incense, and I got to say, that looks hecka good. Y'all do it proper on the sushi. I usually stick to the regular less than $7 rolls. Sigh. <sighs> Can't really be doing the $10 rolls and whatnot. Another sigh, please. As always, keep up the good work, the great work, and if possible, let the super smart nerdy geeky brothers know that I am down for the cause and to follow me on Twitter at Mind of Gabriel, Gabriel, uh, M I N D O F, Gabriel, G A B R I E L L E. All one word, peace, much love. One more thing, tell Chill she is off the hook and had me rolling. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> and y'all food pics are also making me hungry. Did she already say that? Though I, I think she did. <laughs> she must be doing that. We cook medium cycle. We do put shit up there now. <laughs> she, Gabby. Oh, Gabby is the best, man. Yes, she is. 
Uh, though I am trying to avoid the swine when possible. As Rod said, pigs are smarter than dogs, but we don't mention that too because they taste too good. Sad face. Poor little babe and Wilbur. Well, Wilbur oh. and babe need to not be so fucking delicious. <laughs> Nobody's eating dogs. Some pig. Yeah, some <laughs> delicious pig. Um, now, what if the spider would have been an asshole and Charlotte would have been writing stuff like, delicious pig. <laughs> <laughs> you too can have wonderful swine. <laughs> Buy one, get one half off pig. <laughs> she would have been, she would have been an asshole like that. Two, two pounds for the price of one. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been good. Um, all right, so episode 231, I mean 321, a house centipede versus field centipedes, uh, we had a poll on that one, and it was, would you kill, would you have killed the house centipede? 8% of people said, let it live. It's harmless. Mm-hmm. 92% of people, I would go down your house and hang out because you said, kill it. All bugs must go, and I agree. I know it's so. Um, Rhonda Mo says, I hate house centipedes and they run so fast i think they are field centipedes in disguise because they act like they're running for freedom <laughs> anyways anytime i see one i can't rest until it's dead i don't care what their purpose is they need to die agreed that's right j project says i voted yes because not because i hate bugs or fear them fear is the path to the dark side fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering yoda <laughs> yolo yolo no, it's because of how extraordinarily cocky he slash she was. You turned that light on instead of scurrying to a darker place. He just was chilling like, yeah, I was here before you, nigga. Just fall back and respect me. <laughs> I know, right? No, funk that. Plus, that's one ugly motherfucker and you down south. So it's probably like two inches long. And that one sympathizer shaking my head. Okay, centipedes eat other bugs and shit. Valid. But how about you keep your house clean and tidy enough that it has nothing to eat? Oh, did I just blow? a couple of minds with that is it it is possible right that's the thing i don't like what the fuck is in there for it to be eaten like the bathroom clean the shit i was mad it is i clear it is it is possible but that's not only northerners i don't live down south so i don't know y'all bugs is big enough to possibly break the basement when <laughs> ah break, break the basement window and sneak in uh, also why why that had to be the show picture i mean ooh. well sorry jay projects <laughs> thought you was it from the projects i thought you was tougher than that didn't know you was a little bitch Uh-oh. um tawana writes in the girls who stole the girl scout cookies that video is from 2008 since then one of them stephanie woods has been back in trouble two or three times she put a youtube video in there i, I watched it earlier but it's just like a a regular like video like they're not talking again andre says great episode i do have a question and you're like to and would like to hear your opinion on this do you think that slash if when do you think that if slash when video game makers decide to go digital, will the quality of games be more scrutinized by the consumer? No. Um, I think we already highly scrutinize video games. Um, so I don't think it'll be more scrutinized necessarily because um, video games are already so highly scrutinized. So I, I wouldn't say that. Giovanni writes in, I'm not done listening, but uh, oh wait, Karen, did you want to a- answer that too? Like, um, do you think uh, people will be more scrutinizing games because they're digital or no? No, I think you have that fan base is going to be angry. I won't care if it was platform they put in your mind. They're going to find shit to be angry about. 
giovanni writes in i'm not done listening but already i have to write something this is about the gaming industry conversation i for one hate what gaming companies are trying to do where they want to destroy the used market system used games is not a new concept there are other places where people purchase used games they purchase them off of ebay flea markets and pawn shops the gaming industry needs to figure out a way to make a good game so they can get as much as possible off their initial release yes um okay well I agree to a certain extent. Yes, they need to make better games. To to a certain extent, that would stop ninety nine percent of this. Um, that being said, when um, they're realizing that there's another revenue stream they can tap into, that they don't. They, I'm not really against them trying to tap into it. Like, I get why they would. It, it's just I would. I don't want them to give me something for it. Yeah. Like one. Like one thing that people don't talk about that is actually a benefit to me. Um, that we're getting out of games this generation, downloadable content. Yes, sir. Like the well, length of the game, you get more life out of your game now versus you just play it and beat it. And something else that I think uh, gamers and uh, producers of games have stepped up is making better online um, content, multiplayer content. Yep. Because for years, people would get these games and you couldn't play with nobody else. But over the years, uh, when we play video games, you you got your online content. And, and it's getting to the point where online content and multiplayer is a standard. So you come out with some bullshit online content. People won't play the game because most people don't even play the single mode of a lot of games they play straight online yep i agree um so yeah i think we got dlc and we got multiplayer out of a lot of this uh secondhand you know mark trying to tap into a way to get more money off of your game that being said that being said i do agree that it is kind of skeevy but i don't see why they i don't i guess i just don't see why the company shouldn't want to get like more money from their product if if someone else is going to make more money from it um it's kind of like if if like i can i see why as a consumer we don't want them trying to get more money from us but as a company i don't see any reason they would not want in that market because they're pretty much getting zero out of all used game sales and it's turning out to be a huge revenue stream um for GameStop and places like that. Yeah, and something we talked about. I know you're talking about how they was going to charge like the ten dollars um, for if you don't have like the original packaging. And something that me and you talked about this. It, it will make more people pay attention to the games. So if your game has terrible online, guess what? People are not going to pay the extra ten dollars. Uh, he also says companies like GameStop normally will not sell used games at a lower price when the game is still new. Go into GameStop and you will see used games of new games. Still being sold for $60. So on top of the $60, you have to pay the extra for the online possibilities, which for me stinks. Okay, that's not true. Um, and just like if I walked in the GameStop and I was just in there actually not too long ago and I bought uh, the Batman Arkham City, the new version, because um, I, I sold my old one, but uh, they added this new DLC and stuff. And I was like, man, I love this game. I should have never sold it. So I bought it again. It was $50. When I went over to the used section, the the used Batman Arkham Cities um, with the new DLC and all that shit, they were still cheaper than the $50. It was like $40. Um, even uh, if the $60 games are being sold for 55 if you buy a used version. So, mm-hmm. like, so GameStop does sell them for lower. It's just not much lower. It still makes it – I still think unless you have that card or something, it's still a smarter buy uh, to go get the um, – the new game. Yes, it is. The other thing is with the new online pass thing, which was re- which is one of the reasons it was so smart for these developers to start doing this. 
now if i'm going to go and i have a choice between buying the gamestop game which is now you know say eight dollars cheaper than a new game well it makes more sense for me to get a new game because if i get the old one i gotta go over turn around and pay ten dollars to play it online mm-hmm. so I, I i think it's like it's kind of like um i feel what y'all saying but i i get why the companies are doing yeah and and to an extent it might have the reverse effect like it really might cause people just to pay full price again you're right right um so on top of the six dollars okay yeah that that way the way these businesses are going about it is just horribly wrong and kind of justifies priority no it doesn't do you think companies are losing money off the initial sales of call of duty games or the assassin creed games or hell even nfl games i doubt it look at the numbers and you will see how much they make it's incredible it feels like all they want to do is nickel and dime customers that they do have um here's the problem though you're talking about the most high selling games they have you're not yeah. talking about these companies don't sell one game and it disappeared. Mm-mm. So it's like if I'm selling Madden, that's cool. But I needed to offset the, um, you know, production cost of other games that I'm trying to create. Not to mention, um, if we as gamers want them to explore and play like to, 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 to delve and experiment into different types of games and different concepts. The money for that comes from the shit that they know they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. So call, call of duty gives them license to be like, okay, we made call of duty. Why don't we develop, um, prototype into yeah. a better game or, you know, whatever, you know, you pick the game. I, I mean, I don't know every company, but you know, if for them to be like, um, a branch in the new game genres that nobody would have thought of. Right. Yeah. We, we sold the shit out of this Assassin's Creed. Hey, why don't we just redo Tomb Raider and start it with Laura Croft as a 15 year old and make it more grimy and gritty. Like for us to get that game, then fucking Assassin's Creed needs to sell. So don't just think about the big games. Think about all the shit you see in the bargain bin. Another thing I, I, that people forget about, that bargain bin. I know it's so. That shit is real, dude. Like, the, like wh- every time you see something in a bargain bin, that's pretty much a failure to some company. Mm-hmm. So, like, you you see these games that are in that bargain bin. That also means that the, they didn't make the money they probably wanted to see off of that. Mm-mm. So they start selling it for $20, $30, Until they whatever. get no money off of it. So, you know, I don't know that they're nickel and diamond people on everything or or just put it like I think that while they might be using those nickels and dimes to give us better shit, I think. Uh, he said, the world is filled with this concept of reselling something. Use car salesmen, re- resell cars. Pawn shops resell anything they get their hands on. And you know what the initial, the initial makes? Do not get any money out of that deal. Uh, yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What's up? Yo, Rod and Karen, what's going on? It's oh, what's up, Classic? How you doing, what's man? What's up, sweetie? How you doing? Doing pretty good. I'm, I'm sitting here being real productive on a Saturday. Now nah, I should stop. I'm lying. You, well, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Y'all talking about video games. Guess what you think I'm doing right now? Playing video games. Playing some video games. Playing some Call of Duty. That's like the only game I play. I love <laughs> and, that game. And it's not even the new one. It's, it's, it, I went. Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, because uh, I went to the bargain bid. And, uh, you know, it was right there. And I said, look, I've never played this before. Let me get this. And it's, it's addictive. And the thing is, I got the third one. I got the, you know, I'm going to get Black Ops in the mail. You know, we'll be out there for Black Ops too. But I'm not in any rush to play the new, new stuff. I'm catching up. And there's a lot of players, like gamers like me out there that, you know, didn't mind waiting. And you, you still enjoy it. It's still yep. a good game. And the online play is what makes it, you know, helpful. 
Mm-hmm. I also agree. Like you can also like that's one thing Giovanni kind of uh, avoided, but he's talking about you have to pirate, or is making it more like people need like it'll make it more reasonable for people to pirate. And I'm like, not really, because the reason you're pirating is because you want the new shit. You don't want to pay the new prices, and they can't compete with zero. Like if you want the company, so- if you want the companies to start thinking in mind of like we need to make a product that competes with someone spending zero dollars. You're not gonna, it's impossible. It is impossible. So they can't even think like that. And if you're trying to make money and people are powered, then you're better off to start thinking like, okay, how do we turn a $60 experience into a $100 experience? Because, mm-hmm. and, and especially if you make me feel like it's worth it, because when it's worth it, I don't complain. I don't either. Like I'm I not. You, you'll never catch me bis- bitching about the latest match- Mass Effect or uh, even Mass Effect Two, where I bought all that DLC. And you know what? Worth it every time. Enjoyed the fuck out of playing that. Um, so I don't. I don't. I don't agree with the whole idea of like these companies just need to be happy with what they get. And like, but I'm not happy as a gamer when they just give me the minimum. I like. I like the my favorite games add more, and in the other games I can wait on them. Um, and instead of pirating, I can just wait, like Classic said, until it's twenty dollars, and then go in there and get it myself. Like I don't need it to be like this game came out Tuesday. I need this game, but I also need to pay zero dollars for it. That's that's bullshit. No, and, yeah. and what people that's don't that, that's that hustle, and uh, you know, it's like uh, with the music CDs, the DVDs, and the movies, whatever. My brother, you know, not to not to tell on him, you know, if there's any pet listening, uh, <laughs> but uh, he still likes the bootleg movies, and I'm like. You know, I, I go up to I'll go up to New York, and I'm like, "Hey, what movies? What, what, you want to go see the movies?" I'm like, "I ain't been a movie theater in years, man. I got this Avengers on bootleg." I'm like, "Yo, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? That's a right. million dollar movie. You, you can go in, and, and it's all it's still the busted quality. It's all dark, Nick Fury. You know, you can't even see what he looked like. You know, because every it's mad, it's it's mad shady. People walking in front of the screen, and you do that, you get the free, you like, get the hookup, but it's at your own risk. It's not even a hookup." You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, you, you, you're basically at your own risk because the feds at any moment could make an example out of anybody. Right. You know, they, could, they could easily pull it up and be like, hey, look, you know, see this guy? And, and how are you going to explain that in prison when, when the booty warrior comes up to you and says, what do you want to say? Oh, I was, I was downloading uh, Call of Duty for Xbox because, you know, I had to get it. <laughs> You getting yeah. Call of Duty? I'm about to get in your Call of Booty. Uh, no, oh, yeah. no, 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 no! Thank you. A man's butt. <laughs> no, thank you. And and, and classic, I, I feel you because uh, uh, some games I will wait for the release, and they're making money off yeah. the new people, and they're making money off of people like me and you that will actually literally sit and wait on certain games because you're like, I I don't mind waiting. And something people don't talk about: it's hard as shit to pirate video games. It's not like music. I don't know why people think everybody got like their own DVD version that they can just upload some shit and pirate games. Yeah, everybody can't can't. Everybody isn't at a level where they can do it like music anyway but i don't know man i just feel like people are making excuses for free and you don't need to nope you like to steal like you there's no stealing for in life stealing is always a better alternative than paying for something it's just that most of us don't want to feel like scumbags so we don't pretty and much these quality of games to the same dollar amount and we used to pay for them eight bit Nintendo games that came out or the Genesis or the Super Nintendo games. Yes, sir. There's light years beyond that, man. I mean, yes, I mean it sometimes is. I play the game, I get chilled because I'm just staring at the screen and all like, wow, this is dope. Yeah, you know? and the thing is, like, it's not like selling a car or 
selling a pawn shop i mean selling something in a pawn shop for these game makers because they're looking at it like yo this is our intellectual property this is our product or whatever that we're selling and they're not actually being like you can't resell my shit they're looking at it like um we just want to cut because you yeah, can also go because what what you know he's saying like oh they don't make anything off of the cost i don't know you ever been to a honda dealership i got a feeling that they have used hondas on there too like everybody in everything that sells something is also trying to get in on the other revenue streams that go along with selling that thing mm-hmm. they're just trying to find a way in i don't think that it's so fucking reprehensible that they would still try to make money off of something that they sell it for 60 they get that cut the next day it's sold for 50 it's like okay well shit i would like some of that too i don't see why that's crazy that they would want to get some of that money. I don't, maybe, maybe I'm the one that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, and you, you see what goes into these games. I mean, you, as you look at any credits, you know, you pretty much see, like, all the designers, all the developers. These just like, movie-level production uh, budgets that go into these games. So it's not like they're basically, uh, you know, putting this out, you know, at the lowest overhead. And, and, and I mean, they're making money, but they're putting money in. The same yeah. with the movie, same with uh, anything else. So, I mean, you know, you just kind of appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you don't like it, then don't buy it. Agreed. I agree. I agree, too. And also, um, I think, and this is my personal opinion, people think of video games, even though tons of adults buy it, people consider it children. Like, that's something that children play. You have a lot of people to Yo. consider that. So they don't take video games as serious. So like you said, they don't understand the money invested in it. They just think, oh, you just make a fucking video game. Yeah. That's the one problem I have with this Call of Duty. I mean, I, I guess because I'm playing an old game that's in the bargain bin. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of kids online. So yeah. like, you know, eight year olds, ten year olds, and you know, and then the cussing and the motherfucker and all this other stuff. And Parents like, ain't shit, dog. You, you should be in summer school, man. What are you doing? Even though I'm be cursing you know, in front, even though I'm be cursing in front of my dad tomorrow at eleven a.m. <laughs> just remember, the parents ain't shit, and I was not always able to do that. <laughs> I will. I will remember that as I take my pops to the strip club tomorrow. So, yeah. So, hey, <laughs> so fathers and laws and uncles and uh, all that out there. And uh, you know, Toya, uh, I want to wish you a hearty fuck Mario Chalmers. Uh, you know, and wishing you all the best thoughts and prayers as you head to Iraq. So. Yeah, uh, she's not in Iraq yet, but yeah, I feel okay. y'all. But yeah, chill, chill went in, though. chill went in about something about Iraq, but I don't think she's there yet. So. But uh, okay. well, you'll have an opportunity to say goodbye at some point. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Scarfinger. I shot him in, uh, yesterday in uh, Call of Duty, and that that's, that felt pretty good. I was like, is good. that name say Scarfinger? Kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 all right, classic. Don't get me back, for sure. All right, y'all. All right, peace. Peace. Um, all right, man. So um, that was my man, Classic, from the Cold Slay the Podcast. It says, uh, so uh, get back to Giovanni. He says, hell, libraries give books for free so people can read them for short periods of time. Might as well close them down because the publications don't get any money out of that, right? Well, that's not, Giovanni, that makes no sense. I, I work in the book industry. And they do get money. The libraries actually pay for these books? Right, Giovanni. Like, yeah, they, that, that made no tax sense. Tax monies pay for these books? Like, libraries and stuff pay billions of dollars for a lot of these books. Yeah, so that's not true. Um if you alienate and discourage customers, do you have do the, the customers you do have tend to become thieves themselves? But that's not true because we like they're not alienating you by selling you a, a game. Like, just you, here's the truth, Giovanni. You have the ability to steal now, and not and you have a very low chance of being caught. And people ain't 
shit i know it's so, so that's this is just you not being shit right now dog like that's all it really is dude people are going to steal if they don't think they'll get caught it's human nature it has always existed it has nothing to do with these video game companies if we were able to fucking bootleg cartridges back in nintendo's day guess what we would have done it <laughs> just couldn't like we just couldn't That's so right. now it's good now you go online and there's every sort of uh fucking emulator on everybody's pc nobody's going out and buying a fucking brand new uh or buying a used super nintendo why aren't they doing that because we can steal it like it, it's not it's not rocket science like we're not these fucking like i'm out to to get revenge on the gaming company nobody's doing this shit with any uh higher motives and i'm gonna teach the company a lesson no you're stealing because you can let's just stop pretending guys um giovanni also wrote in i'm sorry for a second comment this won't be so long i don't like digital games mainly because of the fact that if i don't like the game i'm stuck with it uh, remember that game you didn't like, D- Deus Ex, Rod? Well, imagine getting that digital and now you can't resell it to someone who would like it. Or you can't get your money back. Basically, you've been ripped off. That's what worries me about going for digital because there's no guarantee that you're going, getting the game you're going to enjoy. Also, for DLC, uh, the companies that sell DLC, DLC are selling stuff already in the disc. Uh, that's not always true. Um, some companies are doing that. Yeah, a lot of like them come some of the fighting the games are doing yeah. that. Uh, but that's not always true, Giovanni. Um, also, um, I agree. I just want you to know, I agree with you. I'm hesitant to go digital because I do like the idea of reselling games. Yeah, not even because I dislike them, but sometimes Mm-mm. I'm just like I played this game and I'm done with it. So I, I want you to know I do agree with that point, Giovanni. That's that's probably your most solid point that you've made so far about this stuff um so he says um also the dlc okay they're already on this example capcom versus tekken had 12 characters inside the disc already but you can't unlock them nor play as them you have to play for extra to get what is already on the disc now that's bad business right there that's it i'm done sorry again y'all also agreed that i don't like that practice uh of you have to pay to unlock what's on here you have but to pay I think, to unlock yeah but uh like you have 12 characters that are already there but then you have to pay like ten dollars to unlock the other 12 characters oh shit yeah i don't like that yo uh you're on with the blackout black tips. tips hey how's it going yo hey, what's up Owen? sweetie how you doing i'm doing good how you guys doing uh great good. man your voicemail had us uh cracking up this morning that was hilarious <laughs> I put a lot of time and effort into those. Well, I appreciate uh, it, man. <laughs> I just wondered, you were talking about uh, reparation drinks. Yes. It, uh made me think of this, uh, some artist, I can't remember, somewhere in Canada, a couple of years ago, was doing panhandling for reparations. Where you basically wow. Where any white person you see on the road and <laughs> ask them for change for reparations and then hand it to the next black person you see. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get any? You guys ever hear of that? No, no man, I got to uh, check that out. Is that video online somewhere? I don't know if they ever made a video. Oh. Of it. it was some art student that came up with it, but it got uh, it got all across the country. Lots of different people doing it. What? Good use of a uh, good use of white privilege and white guilt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I I don't know if that will work down here. But um, I was just calling because, like, you guys were talking about your uh, game stores, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, and saying like about the game nerds, man. Like, we got the opposite problem. Here, like, they don't know nothing about anything. Like, they'll just sell you whatever garbage is going at the moment, right? Right. There's one guy in town that's got a, a Sega Genesis tattoo on his forearm, <gasps> a Sega Genesis controller, and he's the only guy we're talking to about that stuff. They don't know crap about nothing, so oh, I'd rather have more, wow. more nerds, you know? 
yeah i mean that's one thing i like about gamestop that um that you know i joke about it and stuff but i do like that they know their shit yes they do like i i, I don't know if i've been in it like you go to best buy or something like you better not have a fucking question you better know nope. what Everything. you want i think you, know, it's, you do you research up front i think it's a little annoying to me because i do know what i want and i do know a lot about games and stuff but like if i was just like someone's mom and my son told me they wanted some game and I was coming into GameStop to buy it. I would I would rather go into GameStop and get too much information than go into Best Buy and there's some some douchebag that like was supposed to be working the radios is now working games because yeah. some and, other and, dude didn't come in and, or some shit and he didn't know what the fuck you want and didn't no, care. No, nope. you know? and to do that GameStop would be like, Hey, how old is your child? I don't think you should be buying this game right. for your, yeah, like 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 they would inform a parent a lot better. Yeah, they'll be like, you know, this is mature or something like that. GameStop they just I mean, Best Buy they're just like, uh You want it? It rang up, so give me the money <laughs> and leave. Well it's even worse here, like you'll get guys telling you something's good that isn't like Oh, wow. actually, oh yeah no it's great to hear all sorts of good things get it home it's junk check it out on the internet it's junk but oh. just, uh, you know kind of, I kind of prefer the the one extreme to the other which yeah. is also like you were talking, you guys were talking about that fire show and I was just listening to episode 10 there when the cows come home to roost yeah with uh, DJ I can't remember his name oh you're talking about MC uh, 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 MC Solo or some shit like that Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, I, yeah, all right. Because to me, like, that was the most awkward interview. I Like, maybe one of the worst <laughs> ones I've ever heard. Because, like, you just wouldn't say nothing. Yeah. To have somebody going on and on, so there's at least something to listen to. You're like, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I you know agree. What? I agree. So. It's much, it's much harder to work I love with. That old stuff, man. It's cool to see how far you guys have come. And oh yeah, definitely. That, uh, the, the sound quality and all that stuff is good shit. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, we come a long way, man. We still got ways to go, but I, I, I appreciate it, man. It's if people that go yeah. back in the archives can see the journey. Yes. <laughs> I'm still hoping Chills can call in, maybe let her rest her voice. I suppose. Yeah, I hope, man. Yeah, hopefully she'll call in and cuss you out and tell you all the dicks you can suck. Uh, so maybe you're even fortunate that she's not calling right now because I'm pretty sure you're going to be sucking some dicks this yeah. week. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure uh, well, she she's probably sitting there fussing. I wouldn't have done it if I wasn't going to be, you know. That was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping, all I'm hoping for is a brandy spit take. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Owen. You're the uh, best. <laughs> all right, Owen. Oh, okay. right, thanks again, guys. Love it. All right, you peace, too. man. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Owen's great man. yes he is he's the best um J Project says um uh oh yeah yeah J Project says sup Rod oh what's up Raren or Cod whichever y'all prefer on games going digital I am all for it why cause I'm lazy I'd rather download some new shit than had to go to the store and buy it See, that's the other thing that I want Giovanni to understand. One of the reasons I think games, game companies may want to go digital is because what they need to do at this point to combat pirating is make it easier than stealing. Yeah. Like, that's why Spotify is better 
than stealing. I will oh, pay I ten. Love me some Spotify. I'll pay ten dollars a month to Spotify for the ability to have like stream music on my phone and, and yeah. listen to it everywhere. Why? Because it's actually easier and less time consuming than me downloading a a, a, a uh, going to find a link to download somebody's album, hoping that it's right, mm-hmm. hoping there's no viruses on it, mm-hmm. uploading it to my iTunes, and then moving it over to my iPhone, and then recording on disc, and like it's actually way easier. So that's one reason I'm wondering if di- digital games will be the future because if they can just make it affordable and easier than going to GameStop, they could put GameStop out of fucking business if they wanted to. Real talk. And I, and I think that uh, that may be the goal. Like you said, the sad part is that I think the, it will force the consumers to be smarter. I think more people will start getting up on the reviews. You know, they had that shit. Well, people up. already do that. Like, gamers aren't fucking stupid. People already do that shit. Like, it's not like people are just like, oh, I have $60. What can I spend it on? They know. For months, they know. Like, Call of Duty, I want that. Okay. Halo like, like 4. Those big games, yes. Right. Like, even the bullshit games, like, People know, like we both know, if a dead or alive comes out, we're gonna check oh. out the we're gonna check out the reviews and then we're gonna go get it. We yes. do that already. So like, yes. the, like what we're basically seeing is if games go digital, nothing will change except GameStop will be out of the loop, Best Buy will be out of the loop, and that'll be a direct result of the secondhand market fucking it up for game companies. Oh. Like they're gonna go to. I think we will see a, a, a day where maybe we'll start having something like spot about. Spotify for games. Yeah. Well, you just like you just playing yeah. a game on your home console but you don't actually own it. You just download it you play and a, fa- a flat fee or you rent it or something like that. I I wonder oh, if that's where we're going to oh, go like music. Oh, you think a digital version of Gamefly? Right, something like that where you're kind of just Yeah. downloading a rented space on the internet or something on your hard drive and you're just kind of playing what you want to because I I think they got to come to a point where they're going to get these companies out of their pockets and get this other secondhand money into their pockets. Not saying it's right as far as uh, wanting to get that money, but that's the, that's the reality of it. They're going to try to get that money. Um, So it says uh, maybe just me, but my suspicions are that it's not. uh, And as far as being stuck with a bad game, do people not do any research before spending 60 bucks? I think you'd be hard priced to find hard pressed to find a bad game that gets nothing but positive reviews all over the internet. There's always at least a couple of people that ain't like it. Um, well, yeah, you're right. It's pretty, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yo, you're on with the Black Eyed Tips. What's up? Good morning, 25 Star Karen. Hey, sweetie. What How up, you Toya? doing? Good morning, three and a quarters, Rod. Hey, Toya. How you doing today, sir? Good, good. I'm chilling. That's good. That's good. Um, first off, let me say good morning, ladies. How y'all doing today? Y'all doing good today? I'm on the phone. Damn. <laughs> Come on, fire. What, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> Niggas and they children. Oh, Lord. Anyway, how y'all doing today, ladies? I'm sorry for the language I just displayed. It's not normally like me. We don't normally do that. So <laughs> I want y'all to know that I am a good Christian person. So how y'all doing today? <laughs> anyway, um, chill. What the fuck, dog? I was sitting here waiting on you to call. You ain't call. You probably got too much of that brown shit in your ass. That's a damn problem. You drink that brown. You need to come to that white lightning. Not the not the country red and that white lightning, but, you know, the white lightning. Right. Know, that Malibu, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. She's always mm-hmm. shitting on me. But guess what? I'll be up in time to do the show and my voice still be here. Mm-hmm. Keep you a pagan, you need Jesus. Praise Tebow. Praise Tebow. Praise him. Praise him. <laughs> My Tebow is a mighty Tebow. He'll heal all that. Yes, he will. Yes, he is. He The, the miracles he's going to perform starting in week three. Oh, jeez. Drink the blood of Tebow, New York City, and you too will be healed. <laughs> Big T, come on, get it. He's the way to salvation. Mm, praise him. Mm. Shana na na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Na 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 na. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> sorry, get off on you know teasers. That holy teasers come in. I can I, I, oh oh I feel them. Wait a minute. Just start feeling it sometimes. Just start feeling it, feeling holy <laughs> teasers. Anyway, getting getting back to chill. Chill. Damn. You think I'm gonna not just send you an email telling you to fuck Mario Trump before I leave this bitch dog? I was waiting on you to call, dude. <laughs> Damn, I was try I was gonna go to uh AdamEve.com see if they can still so fuck Mario Trump on the dick and mail it to you, dog. I was trying to do these things. You think I'm gonna I'm gonna not 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 say something to you before I leave. <laughs> and then my date got pushed back an extra week, so I'm gonna be here one extra week. So you know I'm gonna go holler at the chill. Come on now, we can do better than this. Yeah. I'm still going to get that show together, too. I'm going to try to see if I can get Gabby, Chill, and Toya on the show together at the same time. I'm talking to them right there, Mama. You see them right there? I'm talking to them. Hey, baby. How you doing? Karen, me, Karen. Karen, me, Karen. (laughs) Best name in the world. Yeah, it is the best name in the world. I know. I've seen a white lady named with Karen. That kind of threw me off. I'm like, huh? I thought that was all country. Speaking of. What y'all? I'm on the phone. Y'all rude. I'm trying to cuss people out. Get out of here while I use foul language. You use foul language all the time. Okay. <laughs> 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 just sent me out on front street. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Anyway, so, oh, my God. You remember, remember the story y'all just had about the birthday party mm-hmm. in Texas? About yeah. About the kids having a birthday party at the gun at range? At the gun range, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. My, my brother got a gun. So funny. My, he don't know how to take it apart. So, you know, my son be in Texas all the time. He, he lives down there for school. So I said, Isaiah, go take apart your daddy, uh, your uncle gun. One more holler, no, no, don't, don't. I'm like, Mom, before a Texas baby walks, he learns how to take apart a gun. Come on, now. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want my kids being raised in Texas now. Mm-hmm. Before they before they walk, they go to they go they go to church and have a gun right by their side. Praise Jesus, GCB. <laughs> that was the best show on TV before they canceled it. Lord knows, I hate they canceled that show. Anyway, oh them thrones, dog the horse, mm. the horse on them thrones. Did you see that? The horse on them thrones. The horse on them thrones at the end. Did you see? Oh, the the sh- you talking about the shit? Yes. Uh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not the shit. The horse shit in front of Joplin right before he went in there. Yeah. Hilarious. I'm talking about the horse at the end with the old crazy when the snowstorm hit. Oh, yeah, 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 the zombie horse. Yes. Good God, man. I'm like, damn, what the zombie do? What the fuck? 
Hey man, if this, if that's the zombie apocalypse that's coming, ain't nobody gonna live. So ain't nobody gonna live. <laughs> like I'm preparing for some slow moving, dumb zombies and shit. Them niggas coming with swords and giving gangster grills to to people when they drive by. Then I'm out. Blue eyes, blue eyes and everything. When you come to me with the blue eyes, I'm done. Yeah. You look at me, I'm, I'm just gonna pass. I'm like, oh, you can have it gone. Yeah, winter winter is coming indeed. Yes, I'm like, dude, seriously. I was like, I was like, I was waiting on your highlight because I was trying not to spoil it because I know you'd be a few days behind. I was yeah. trying not to spoil it. But, man, me and uh, who was there? I think uh, J4, we was on that thing just rolling, cleaning, just just talking bad about it. Then we, I seen you start saying them thorns. I said, oh, rawr. <laughs> I wanted to tweet back at you, but I'm like, no, I can't ruin it for you. I can't ruin it for well, you. Well, I appreciate I that. I appreciate everybody that sees me tweeting stuff and doesn't spoil it. Some people are yeah. fucking it up lately. I've been trying to catch up and, and watch Buffy, and people hit me up with spoilers and shit. Like, you know they're going to oh, die. I'm like, why? Why are you telling me this? I want to so bad tell you so much. I had through one thing. Me and who who hurt you was throwing some stuff at you. Like, man, I said, oh, let's pull this back because there's some stuff in there. You, oof. Oh, and then when the angels spin, oh, never mind. Let me stop. Let me stop. Yeah, because if y'all start spoiling shit, I'm stop watching this shit. I'm just be like, well, I already know what's going to happen. I'm done. Like, now, I had to stop because the, the awesomeness or the deuce bag- bag- baggery of the angels for that season coming up. Oh, man. Yeah, he's already turned into an ass. So uh, last night I was watching, and uh, he finally tapped some of that sweet, sweet vampire slaying pussy and turned. <laughs> he turned immediately into the coldest motherfucker alive dog he was he was like uh he was like that dude in that skit on Ghostface. face it's like yes. where you going honey i'm going to work i got business to take care of i'm not gonna spoil something for you but if you watch the spinoff of angel his show yeah i'm watching that when i start season four that, that like i'm trying to watch it in the air order it was aired okay wait until you find out he have a kid that dude Damn. Zachary has nothing on the douche bagger he performs Oh, um, oh, I can't wait to see it, man. I, I'm it, definitely it, gonna catch it, up. Asshole to the up top tenth degree. Oh. <laughs> oh, he goes straight asshole. Oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And you know, I just want you know, just call in and I can you know, I have no sleeping at all. I don't sleep past eight o'clock. So I want to show. I want to know. Here's the question I got for you, Toya. Mm-hmm. What's up with crazy then? Because if you back home, oh. okay, now I gotta give you this weekend dick betrayal story. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. Me and crazy broke up, and crazy has been knowing that I'm going overseas. Been slowly calling me because you know I'm gonna be getting about five thousand dollars tax free a month. Mm. So slow, slowly, crazy has been trying to say, "Oh, you want to come spend the night?" And you know, you like old boys, so you can't crazy pussy. It's good. You mm. can't turn down crazy pussy. It's just when you wake up, and you realize, damn, <laughs> still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you say you wake up like damn, she's still crazy. <laughs> yes, still crazy. Yeah, you, you, you did let another nigga buy you a car and you were still together. Damn. <laughs> oh. Damn, that's uh. crazy. You did bust out the windows on my car and told me to get over it. Oh my. I'm not encouraging none of this behavior, but it is funny. Because <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> oh no. Yes, yes. And, and so I had to make a choice between crazy and no sleep. And apparently, no sleep won. Mm. 
No sweet one. And then, you know, like, I'm going to be saving some money, but I'm about to blow it. I'm about to make it rain. Maybe we'll make it like partly clouded with a chance of rain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hear you. <laughs> At some of the finest establishments here in Memphis, you know. Committing to say, commit to say don't go to a strip club. I say ain't nothing wrong with strip club. Yeah. Some fine establishment. They can't see you so now. Why you riding there make it bounce back and forth, little boy. Okay, get out. <laughs> okay, go in the bathroom. Go, in your, go somewhere. Get out! <laughs> see, that's it. that's what brown liquor does to you. See, see, that's what brown liquor did to me. That's why I don't mess with brown liquor. Mm-hmm. Brown liquor, I can't tell you your origin, son, but brown liquor is one of the reasons my you, son is in this world. Mm, chill, need to leave it alone. That is. No, baby, you are great. You're the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I'm just saying. Brown liquor <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's, it's not good. It's love, baby. I love you. You just, when you were small, I really loved you. But the thing is, because you could talk, but the thing is that brown liquor is evil. It's evil. And I'm going to come up with a drink that combines my love of sweet tea lemonade, some peach to rock. Shout out. And Kool Aid. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Oh Lord, don't get shot. Uh-huh. Oh, nigga, moms. I'm just trying to say this, but you know I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go. The chat room is really right. going. Oh, okay, Dick Betrayal Store. I forgot that. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook talking to it. neighbors. Know my name, and mm-hmm. they're like, I'm about to go see Battleship, and I'm like, Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you ain't even seen it. I said, well, from what I get and from my trusted friends, they tell me this movie sucks, and I trust my friends with movies. So next thing I know, they come out where it was that good. So I'm like, hmm, hmm. My my dick starts saying, well, go see it. She said it's good. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, mistake number one. No! Go see it. She said it's good. And I'm like, well, should I do me and Ty Diamond proven method of paying for another movie and going seeing Battleship? Because I was going to pay for Shout Avengers. Shout out to Ty. <laughs> I was going to go see, see Avengers and, and uh, go pay for Avengers and go see Battleship. Because that's how I go see Mordia and I think like a man and all them other movies. Because I'm not going to pay for that. I'd rather pay for Hunger <laughs> Games or <laughs> shit. I, I'd rather give Alan Seller my money instead of Tyler Perry. Oh, I mean, damn. I know that's I'm strong. Honest. That's pretty strong. I know. You, you I mean, you got to go with the Jew or <laughs> which one? Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> so I go with the Jew. They, they was oppressed a little bit longer, so I go with them. Right. It's, it's about the oppression rate. Who who oppression was strongest and longer? So, you know, <laughs> hey, I go with the Jew. They so you, you, the reason, you the reason Adam Sandler keep making these badass movies? <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, see, when I, when I may go see the Who Daddy, I'm going to pay for Prometheus. I spread the money around. I just don't. Wait, did you just, you just say that you gonna go see who daddy? Yeah. I think I like that more. <laughs> <laughs> who daddy? I think they should change the name to who daddy. I don't watch that. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know the name of the movie here. My dear, who daddy? <laughs> I don't know the name of the movie. I just see the commotion. I just want to see the dudes at the website sit down before I tell your wife. Because I'm like, well, that's probably the funnest part of the movie right there. So I'm good. Hey, I'm good. Two hours of numb, mind-blowing numbness. Hey, I'm cool. I'm just waiting on doggone Dark Knight Rises. 
I've yeah. been having orgasms. I'm put a waiting on it, so I'm like, me too, Come on. me too, so, sweetie. That's what that's what's really up. That that. Yeah, that's what's right. Uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hound. I'm I'm kind of excited to see that. I'm where next. I'm just waiting on uh, Atticus, uh, uh Christmas Atticus. Play killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, I had a moment where I'm like, oh, battleship. And my, my, my dick was saying, go see it. Go see it. Mm-hmm. Battleship. So she said it's good. Mm-hmm. Go see mm-hmm. it. And you went and you like, went no, saw it. What would Rod do? I had a what would Rod do? <laughs> and then I heard, I was at the time, I was hearing Karen Plug's four movie uh, reviews mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday, every other Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, and so I was like, no. <laughs> Karen would not encourage this, and Rod, will, uh, he's already talking about me because I wanted to go see Think Like a Man, so I can't do this to him two movies in a row. I, I appreciate you not doing it. Thank you. Glad I you was able to get it under control. But then that, that don't mean I won't bootleg and download it, though. No, I don't care about that. I don't care about okay. that. But, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> appreciate you not. Yeah, I, I, I thought I said, what would Rod do? I said, thought about her, and then at the time, like I said, I was going through my podcast. I'm all caught up, except for these last three yeah. The feedback of the girl. Let me talk. I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm all caught up. Except for that. And I'm like, okay. Karen plugs four move positive. Oh, let me stop. I stopped right there. I stopped. <laughs> but apparently, little baby coming in here. All right. So, oh. Well, I'll talk, uh, I'll talk, we'll talk to you later. I'm going to around little diva tan, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let her get out of here. <laughs> all right, Toy. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Mario Chalmers. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> oh, I bet you're chill listening live, boy. She probably cussing with her non voice. Um, I know one thing. I'm writing hot fire start about that who daddy tank though. That was good. <laughs> that that might be better than that. Than the real title. Yeah, I think the real title is uh, that's my boy. I think I'm I'm using who daddy when I talk about that movie. That's good. Um, all right, let's. Oh, we got another call coming in. Let's see. Yo, what's up? You on with the blackout tips? Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Greg. What up, Greg? What's up? Are you feeling all right, sweetie? Because you sound kind of sad on your voicemail. Um, I have uh, I decompressed, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, been a little schizophrenic after, uh, well, while making that voicemail. I don't even really remember what I said. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess um, I knew I left one, and I didn't know if it had been played or not, so... Um, I guess I was just calling and say that uh, I'm okay. Thank um, you. I haven't gone off the deep end. Um, I left those Tyler Perry DVDs at Walmart where they belong. <laughs> and um, so you still hate yourself, then? Understood. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I do, but um, <laughs> I have medication for that and therapy. Um, uh, so. I'm I'm on my way, you know. Um, One step at a time, man. One step at a time. That's what I have to do. Um, I wanted to. I I didn't know if I uh, if I said anything. I don't know if you were paying attention Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, the game the other night with uh, with Westbrook. When I thought that he was he was excited that Kevin Durant was in foul trouble. Yeah, you said that. Ball go free. (laughs) <laughs> I want him. To, I want him to be guilt free, right? When he shoots the ball, not have it held against him. 
Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this much. No matter what, he's going to have it held against him. Because Durant was in foul trouble that first half, and instead of it being about how he was in foul trouble, it turned into Magic Johnson calling Westbrook the worst point guard in in NBA Finals history or some shit, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That, yeah, I mean... He still had like 27 points. I mean, that's not a bad game. I mean, he had he took a lot of shots, but if the ramp out on the floor, who else is going to shoot? I mean, who, who is he supposed er- Eric, to Eric Snow has played in the NBA Finals, okay? <laughs> Tyron Lue uh, has played in the NBA Finals. We're not about to start this shit. This is dumb, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard Magic say. Like, the only thing he's ever said dumber than that is, I might not wear a condo tonight. Like, the other than that... That this is the second dumbest thing he's ever fucking said. That was ridiculous. So, like, who do you think is the worst uh, point guard on a team that won a championship? That won a championship? Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. I had to think about it, dude, off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I don't know, Derek Fisher's man. I mean, because I mean, it's, and it's not. A slight against them is just that they worse than Russell. Like, if you, if you had a draft and said, who would you take first, Russell Westbrook or this dude, we're going to be picking Russell Westbrook a oh, lot. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's nothing bad for them, man. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not good with that. Yeah, and people think that, like, you know, uh, people are, ex- are expecting Russell Westbrook to play a certain way, like, in each like each like he's got all of a sudden change into a, a Chris Paul kind of point guard, and it's not going to happen. And it it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter to Scott Brooks either, because he said right. he told him like you're not their point guard. You're mine. You're my point guard. Right. So I mean, he's going to play. He's going to play his way or how how he plays, regardless. You know. Yeah. So I just I just don't want him. I'm worried about him feeling guilty, and I just hope he doesn't feel guilty. Uh, or, or or anything for shooting the ball, just like play. Are you going to play? Shoot it when you want. Um, I like I, I like the way he plays anyway. I agree. I mean, he plays how he can play, dog. Just put it that way. Like, people want to turn everybody into some pass-first Magic Johnson-ass point guard, and it's just not in everybody. And once you understand that, then you're fine. Like, once you realize that everybody doesn't have the skill set to do it, because that's the problem. Like, people feel like, well, why don't you just start playing like Magic Johnson? Why don't you just start playing like LeBron James? Because it's fucking hard, and everybody can't do it. That's why they're so good, is because it's natural to them to make those passes. It's not natural to Russell Westbrook. He got to the mm-hmm. NBA, they turned him to a point guard, and now everybody wants him to be this fucking Chris Paul motherfucker, and he can't. Mm-hmm. What he can do is score a lot, go to the hole, and make life fucking miserable for you on defense. Yep. And that's what he's good at, and that's what he does, and I don't mind. Me either. I don't either. Um, oh, another one to ask you about, uh, what did y'all think of the uh, the Dream Team documentary? Oh, we haven't watched it yet. Like, we watched part of it, but uh, I actually need to sit down and watch that whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah, we didn't I'll, watch the whole thing. Yeah, I will do that at some point this weekend. All right. Uh, so, you know, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Um, uh, they kind of, uh, well, they kind of, <laughs> I think they, uh, I, I, the way it came out, they just made, like, Christian Leitner, um, you know, it, it, you kind of, I kind of felt bad for him. Like, well, it's nice for him to play with all these great players, but they didn't really want to include him in anything. I don't think he got a lot of playing time. And well, he did. I mean, by saying that, um, mm. I also think that 
Like, it was a controversial pick, kind of, because he was picked over Shaq. But I think Shaq would have got the same amount of playing time as Christian Leitner. Well, in all fairness, uh, he did go to Duke, so let's not get too sympathetic. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, he'll be all right. Well, I mean, I get, like, you know, like, I don't, I don't particularly like Duke. Me either. And uh, either. I refuse to feel uh, sorry so, for that dude. Know, I didn't, I didn't feel, I felt a little bad, but not, not too bad. Right. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I still kind of felt bad. You felt bad for him. Been, you felt bad for him, like how you feel, like when a centipede gets killed. Like, oh, that, uh, what, a, what a shame for that centipede. Good riddance. <laughs> well, yeah, then I say good riddance. Right. <laughs> right after. I don't shoe it outside. You know, if I have a, a shoe or flip-flop around, um, you know, I may say a, a short prayer and then kill it. Right. I understand. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. All right, Greg. Peace. Peace, right, sweetie. Um, man, where were we at? Uh, okay. So, um, he also said, uh, uh, you be hard. Okay, so he's talking about reviews on the internet. This is J Projects. He said, there's always at least a couple people that ain't like it. And if it's not your type of game, research will help you determine that. Now on to them girls. Not the show, though I swear this could be a, a storyline. The girls that stole the Girl Scout money. Oh, I love white girls. She said it was just, <laughs> it was just money, whatever, laughing my ass off. The ignorance, the obliviousness to reality they're able to have is hilarious to me. Like if reincarnation is real, I want to come back as a spoiled white bitch that doesn't care about money, but I want to remember this life so I can take full advantage. Epically awesome. All right. And then we got to do the emails and then we're out of here. Cool. Um, man, this show's getting kind of long. See what I can do to speed up. I'm just gonna start reading people email like, "Hey, Rod, what's up?" Uh, the blackout tips. Nope, do them right. Do it right. Delfrano says, "Rod, Karen, salutations." So I've somehow acquired an iPod for damn near every room in my house, along with various types of docking stations for them. In my bathroom, I have one that I listen to while taking a shower. Literally, rock out with my cock out. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, is this? Did he send this already? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I read this last week. All right, but yeah, we got an answer to your question now, uh, brother. Then the answer was everybody does it different. TP'd is the title of this email. Uh-oh. It's from Profess LCH, Linda Charlemagne Harris. Says, hi, Rod and Karen. Long email coming. Sorry, I apologize in advance. Don't worry about it. We're already late for sushi. We're just going to take it to the next hour. <laughs> show, <laughs> I know, right? Show up late. Um Long email coming. I apologize in advance. I'm waiting into the murky swamp that is the discussion of Tyler Perry, a.k.a. TP. I've watched approximately three of his movies. The first being a team player. Everyone else at the all-girls gathering was so happy to be together. Someone suggested ordering one of his movies. Arg! I wasn't overly, it wasn't overly bad and somewhat funny. So she saw, why did I get married, apparently? The second, as a captive audience member on a sponsored bus trip, I actually didn't watch. I was exposed to it and couldn't tell you what it was about. I tried to nap. I tried to nap, but was interrupted by knee slapping guffaws all around me. A friend, a friend I convinced to go on this trip with me swore she'd never take such trip again. I never have either. So apparently that was, uh, Medea's, um, first movie. The, the third, I watched with another friend who was an Idris Elba fan. He started the movie. 
that's what daddy's girls or something like that mm-hmm. daddy's something uh i tried to watch uh with a more open heart in mind i felt like i've been beaten about the body with bruising implements the unconcealed loathing of education taste aspirations and striving for black women was horrible just horrible even my friend who was pressed to see elders exclaimed in horror regarding the messages about black women and was depressed after the movie oh shit we were both mad we done this to ourselves no mas Recently, I traveled to New York City to see a production I've long anticipated, a non-traditional people of color casting of American playwright Tennessee Williams, A Streetcar Named Desire. I first encountered Streetcar as a young student in high school. At that time, I was crazy about theater and the classics. Williams resonated with me as he made me feel the suffocating amber of white American, of white, the white American South, its refusal to change at crucial points in American history, its romanticized beauty, its suicidal uh, packed with slaving, raping, killing, torturing, and selling black people. Wow. We covering yeah. it all, ain't we? Right. I.e. the WB channel. I consumed his ah. work and appreciated Streetcar from an educational point of view. I enjoyed the Hollywood provo- production of Streetcar and Marlon Brando's portrayal of the anti-hero Stanley. I was pretty mad the rest of the casting. Uh, however, I appreciated the movie's attempt with the play and wanted to see the actors' interpretations with which squares with Rise Episode 319 take on plays versus movies, by the way. Suffice it to say, given who I am, I couldn't wait to see black and, and black slash brown actors and actresses in this production. Right out of the box, the reviews of Streetcar almost exclusively focus not on the actors' set or the play or the production. Instead, these reviews unfairly criticized the production based on the conduct of the audience who slept, answering their phones, and hollered at the most inappropriate points. Wow. I say unfairly because I've been a, a, to a number of high culture performances at the Metropolitan uh, Opera, the Met in New York City, the Kennedy Center in D.C., and trust me. When I tell you that the audience members were all, they were, they also nod off during performances and laugh inappropriately. And though they play it as if they're superior and get, get the jokes of, say, a Russian opera. <laughs> but what I learned from sitting with the streetcar audience was troubling. I, I was actually distracted by the audience members. It's as if they had zero idea of what they were doing there. Save for my partially unclothed Blair Underwood and Avon from The Wire, i.e. Wood Harris. Uh, every time Blair enters, they gotta be an audible. <laughs> she said, every time Blair enters, there's gotta be audible, sustained cat calls. Really? <laughs> so like, every time he comes on stage, people, oh, woo, ow. Yeah, like every time. I'm sure like the fifth time, it's like, okay, guys. Calm down, calm down. They didn't give the customary audience response for theater legend Carmen de la Lavad Lodge. Never heard of her. Lava Lodge. Interest. Fancy words. Carmen de that, that is a theater name. Carmen de Lavalard. <laughs> the, the legend. <laughs> I was appalled. She deserved at least sustained applause. But this is what happens when we don't think, learn, or educate. Moreover, Streetcar is not a comedy, though there are a few lines that are funny. Yet this TP'd audience, yep, I meant it that way, sought to do, to a weird degree to opportunities to laugh, not to think or absorb the performances or immerse themselves in the production. In the production. 
I'd never seen anything like this audience and was distressed. I had to block them out. They threatened to destroy my experience. Luckily, I said close enough to so that I didn't have to see even more distracting conduct. The audience's inability. Oh, so you bragging about how close you were sitting to LCH? I see, dog. Mm-hmm. Ball up. Bowling in mm-hmm. the front row. Big time. It's like, I don't need to see these Negroes. Mm-hmm. So let me turn back around. Mm-hmm. The audience's inability to bring a base level of cultural literacy to the uh, production affected the actors and actresses. Their cultural illiteracy forced the actors and actresses to rework the play's climax around the audience. That scene involves a devastating, horrific rape of a sister-in-law by a husband who just gotten his wife, his pregnant, who had just taken his pregnant wife, the victim's sister, to the hospital to deliver his child. Do you know how the pre-opening audience responded? Thunderous applause. A, a what? They actually applauded a rape scene. <gasps> the TP'd audiences have been hyper-trained to dislike light-skinned black women who put on too many airs. Blanche Du Bois played by played to the gods by Nicole Ari Parker. That that reference is so deep, I didn't get it. Or Blanche Du Bois <laughs> played to the gods by Nicole Ari Parker. I feel like that's how I'm supposed to say it. Yes. And celebrate their downfall of toppling, especially by thuggish, know-nothing, blue-collar men. They didn't understand or or comprehend the symbolism of the scene, i.g. the rape, i.e. the rape was the final breaking down of a woman who had been betrayed by history, society, and culture that never was and shall never be. They didn't understand the sexual violation was a culmination of a life filled with heavy obligation, despite deep betrayal. Hold on, I got a call. Yo, you're on the air with the Black Eyed Test. What's up? Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, I'm saying it's good to finally talk to y'all like in person. Um, what you call it? I'm uh, I'm sorry. I'm that troublemaker who who uh left that seven minute long message. Last oh. week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Tyler Perry, uh, the Tyler Perry <laughs> message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got first. I'm saying I'm sorry about that. I uh, when I when I go off the top of the dome, I, I tend to go on rants and then I kind of lose track of what I was trying to say at first. It's all right, man. Don't worry about it. It's um, fine, man. We we made it part of the show. It it worked out. What was your name again? Uh, well, I got like a million names. You oh. you know me as like Patty was sober. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. We we'll work with that, like, Patty. Twitter, I'm like Ozzy the Great. So yeah. Okay. All right. So what's up, man? What did you have to say about today's show or or this week's feedback or whatever? Um. Well, uh, I was listening to the show uh, earlier this week, and you guys were touching on GameStop and all like the the crazy stuff with that. Um, and I think I, I like, uh, I just want to clarify, like, I had made a comment or something like that, like, all this, uh, um, what did I say? I think I was like, all this, um, all, all the BS from, like, both sides, you know, pushes people towards, uh, like, pirating stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to clarify because, you know, I did, you got a point, you had, like, a very, you and Karen both had, like, a strong point, like, yeah, you know, people ain't shit, and they will always, Always, if you give them that option of stealing it, they will. Right. Um, you know, you give them that option, they will. But, you know, uh, I, I think there's a certain point where, like, there are people who will pay for quality content. Mm-hmm. Like, if you give them the chance, if you, but you have to make it easy for them. Right. Because, you know, my my point was just that um, the, the thing is, nowadays, the, the gap between the pirated copy and the, the original copy is very small. Like, the pirated copy... It's pretty much the same quality as the original. Yeah. So it's like you got to cut out on that nonsense. Otherwise, it's like you know what? I was willing to pay this money, but now you're giving me a game where now you know nowadays, you know they'll put out games that have glitches and the major glitches. Like wait, you guys didn't try to fix that? Well, now we figured 
you got you guys will report that to us mm. uh instead so we won't even really pay attention about the glitches or oh you need to get this code if you want to play the, the online option whatever like stuff like that it's like me you know look i'm like you know what i was gonna give you my money but now nah, forget that you know but meanwhile with a lot of times with the pirated games a lot of times you can't play it online mm-hmm. or if you do you run the risk of you know Getting being banned. being caught mm-hmm. yeah no definitely, definitely like me i would never pirate a game or anything like yeah. that because i mean because the way i kind of look at it is kind of like what's going on with like music and movies and stuff like that where it's, you, you just got to make it easier for for me the consumer like i want to get your product i want to get it but you know like calm down we're trying to get every possible dime and dollar from me because it's like hey you know sixty dollars is a lot of money for me well that's it that's the thing is like they're going to try to get every dollar like that has never changed like and it never will like that's what companies are in the business of doing trying to get do you think as much money off of it so what they have to do like you said is make you feel like it's worth it Mm -hmm. the problem is i think a lot of people try to present like a, a phony uh a false equivalency where it's like, where it's like well if it's worth it i'll pay for it and that's why i pay for certain things and it's really not the truth like if it's easy to steal we will always steal that's the the bottom line no matter how you know we i don't like there are people that will tell you shit like i love prince and they have stolen eight of his albums you know what i mean it's just yeah. that's, that's what people do we we have uh we steal because we fucking can and if we they made it harder to steal or they made it more likely for you to get caught or they made buying it as easy as stealing it those are the only options they really have mm-hmm. and that's true that's true i can't i can't hate on them for that because it's yeah this uh pirating stuff is getting crazier and crazier like i didn't i didn't find out till maybe like six months ago that you could get a lot of these major games online mm-hmm. and if you got a fast enough connection shoot i mean unless you, unless you really care about playing online games you can shoot you can play that game and have all the fun you want right that, that's why that. that's why they're trying to turn games into like this everything's an online experience now like they're trying to turn it because that's how they're fighting it is like well, shit, what can we do that, the, uh, that, 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 you know, stealing it, you can't do? Well, you can play online. Okay. Let's do that. Um, like that, that's basically what they're doing. Like I, I think they're fighting a losing battle because, you know, it's stealing is free. Like yeah, it's not, yeah. it ain't rocket science, dog. Yeah, sometimes one thing is going to cost me zero and one thing is going to cost me 60. And honestly, it, if you got it down to where it was like one's going to cost me a dollar and one's going to cost me 60, you still going to have a lot of people like, yeah, I'm gonna keep that dollar. So, like, it, mm-hmm. they are fucked, dog. Like, they need to figure something out quick. Um, yeah. but they're pretty much fucked, dude. Like, they're doing what they can do right now. I don't know that the secondhand market is gonna fix anything for them. They're mm-hmm. still gonna have the same fundamental problem, which mm-hmm. is, I'm not paying yeah. for shit I can steal. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. That is definitely true. So, I don't know, man, but yeah, I, I'm not trying to shit on your parade or anything. I really just feel like, Oh, that's, no, no, like, no, I no. feel like I, people I keep agree. Like, cause yeah. I'm definitely one of those people where it's like, if you really like something, put the money behind it. Cause that's going to get like a sequel or more games like that put out. If you don't, they're not gonna, they're not gonna put anything else out like that. Cause they're not making money. Right. It's, and it's a circle because it's cyclical because then, then we're going, well, this, this game maker didn't even fucking do the due diligence to test their game and to, to get the glitches out and shit. And they're looking at it like, cause, cause like we're competing with free, like, we had to get this out as fast as possible and do all this shady shit because in their mind, they're only looking at it as a profit thing. Like, 
well if we can't afford to make an a-list title like gears of war or something where people will pay then we're gonna end up making a shitty title for as cheap as possible so it's like we it's like a cyclical we kind of get what we put out into the world as fans you know Mm-hmm. But I ain't saying that's right. Obviously, they wrong too. And I got no. problems with gaming companies too. And Giovanni hit on a couple of them. And uh, yeah, I agree with that shit. Gaming companies ain't right necessarily. I just yeah. understand. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Well, all right, man. Well, thank you for calling Ozzy, man. Unless you had something else, we're about to get back to this email. Oh, no, no, for sure. For sure. I appreciate you taking the call. Nah, no problem, dude. We appreciate you thank calling you. in. And uh, thank you for being a fan and supporting the show, dude. No problem, no problem. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah, man, because, like, if we ever, you know, make our show where it's like, okay, you got to pay to listen to this show, you know how many motherfuckers are not going to listen? Or if they oh, can find a, a way lot to get it yeah, for free. Yeah, to get it for free, they would rather do that than, than like, that's just the mm-hmm. nature of people, man. People ain't shit, and it's mm-hmm. just, they're never going to not, they're never going to not not be shit, I guess. they never going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> You hear me, boy? You ain't never gonna be shit. Um, ain't never gonna match it. And so, uh, so, uh, okay, so now going back on Professor LCH's email, mm-hmm. which always gets interrupted by a call. It's almost <laughs> like we have to have that now. Um, and that is why I now have come to dislike T- Tyler Perry, the man. Shout out to his hustle, employing folks, entertaining folks, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But what he and the rest of his growing segment of American tastemakers and purveyors of popular culture have come to celebrate and actively cultivate ignorant. In the truest sense of the word, sense of the word, entertainment that appeals to the lowest common denominator. Good luck with this race to the bottom, America. She's just checking out of America. <laughs> Profess LCH, aka the official smilodon of the black guy who tips. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I will say that, uh, it, like, I get why that would be a fucked up play experience and shit. But, like, you know, in, in the movies and stuff, or, like, in uh, his plays, like, that's not, kind, like, it's kind of not his fault that other ignorant motherfuckers go to other plays and act a fucking fool and he ain't have nothing to do with that play. True. You know what I mean? Because, like, to some extent, Fuck man, I'm gonna end up defending Tyler Perry. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> to some extent, you could argue that it's good that he's a gateway for people to become culturally educated on plays. Like, yeah, I'm a- so like these people that may be in their, um, you know, not the most culturally refined. They may be in their infantile state of. Um, actually learning about plays and, and stuff arts, like that. Yeah. Some of them will learn and appreciate the nuance of actual plays and good shit like that by, um, being exposed to more shit. So they might go see Barbershop 3 or Beauty Shop 3 or whatever in play and then turn around and go, Oh, you know what? I'm also going to go see A Raisin in the Sun and I'm also going to go see A Streetcar Named Desire because it's starring all these black people. So it, it, it could lead to some people, not a lot because, you know, most people ain't going to be shit, but to some extent it could lead to somebody becoming more culturally aware through the gateway of Tyler Perry. It's kind of like how your first movie that you see isn't probably a good movie, but it might lead you to go in to see something that is a good movie and learn mm-hmm. to appreciate the culture and learn some class. Like, and, and, you know, with black people, when it comes to this like class stuff, 
we have this learning curve a lot you know it's kind of like it's kind of like tipping and stuff a lot of people see tipping as a race thing when it's really more of a class thing and a lot of it is like culturally learning how to uh do shit a lot of a lot of people don't tip out of sheer ignorance Mm -hmm. it's not that they don't want the people they just really don't know and don't give a fuck so we end up with that label of black people don't tip when you know a lot of times if you just would educate people on it or they would branch out they will actually learn the cultures and the customs of going out to eat or mm-hmm. eating at uh fine dining establishments and stuff like that so just i tyler perry may be helping people learn the fuck shit <laughs> was that hard to say sir yes want me to go get you the beer no i'll just let's go to the next email pretend that didn't happen <laughs> Uh, but yeah, mo- I can see how that would fuck up the experience for people that do know better, you know. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, some of those people walked away and realized, huh, none of these white people in here is doing this shit, and uh, <laughs> the people sitting up front that paid the most for these tickets ain't acting a fool. This is embarrassing, and I will not bring these motherfuckers with me next time I go to a play. Yep. Hopefully, um, fire not fire. This is the title of this email from Ashley Conaway. She like those Tumblr. She's like those Tumblr people that get all extra radical and opinionated. I guess she's talking about fire. Uh, it, frust- it frustrates it frustrates me to hear you, Rod, struggle to get a voice on your own show. Like I wanted to jump through my headphones and duct tape her mouth and scream, "Shut the freak up! Let someone co-sign your ass, girl!" Damn, which I actually did, walking down the hall, and I scared a little Asian man. <laughs> Damn, Ashley was cussing and shit. Thanks, Fire, having to make having me make negative first impressions at my new school and set a bad example of blackness to internationals. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, Karen and Rod, I've been listening on the slide. I haven't been super active on the emails, and don't nobody give a care. You went to Howard with Diddy Pop, Diddy Pop. You probably ain't even know him, but I digress, I digress cause I'm being mean cause I'm still listening to this now as I type. And she got a point. Let that little boy cook and reap the fruit of his labor. On the emails, <laughs> cause I've been transitioned, uh, in the transition of migrating back south. I wanted to tell you formally that me and my homeboy were gonna try this podcasting thing. Concept is disgusting, chronicling the transition of undergrad to grad professional life and self-actualizing ourselves as for real, for real adults and such. So they're going to be growing up on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So be looking out for that in a couple of months, weeks, hopefully. But I'll update you guys when that drops. I have so many comments and so many things on girls. Y'all talked about there not being a diverse cast, but what about shows like Gossip Girl? There's one black character and she's part-timing and not really quote unquote black you know but i enjoy that show and chick you ain't the only black person that went to an hbcu i did too <laughs> she's just adding her ad libs from <laughs> she's like listening to the show and typing this. that same thing yeah. yes do y'all watch true blood and you don't watch mad men it's really good i do watch true blood karen doesn't really watch anything of this stuff she like <laughs> peeks her head in when she can yes Okay, I'm rambling. I'm gonna start recording live emailing or something more compact, something more compact way to con- to document my thoughts on the show. Hmm, maybe that'd be a good podcast. Podcast, disgusting podcast. All right, bye. The official scientist of the Black Guy Who Tips, Ashley, and she adds here, and I think she kept dropping because Skype was running on your subliminal wavelength and could tell you were annoyed with her. 
Gabby Sai. All right. All right. <laughs> um, Tim writes in, listen to episode 318. And man, I can't stand that they made the Green Lantern, uh, the official gay superhero. They should have made Look at that. this guy the official. And there's some picture of the color kid. And it's a dude with a rainbow shirt on or something like that. Said he should have been the gay superhero. His only power is to change the color of objects. He is from D.C., uh, so they could have easily brought this guy in to highlight, be a perfect hairstylist or fashion designer. Saw this guy in the top 15 worst superheroes list. Anyway, keep up the clowning. Peace. So, Color Kid could have been the gay superhero. It looks like it. Leonard Brothers writes saying, What up, Ryder Karen? Just giving you a quick shout. As you'll see from the attachment I added to this message, I am now the proud owner of the Blackout Test drinking glass. Right after I took this picture, I washed it out, poured a beer into it. After a couple of sips, I can already taste the ratchet. <laughs> taste the ratchet. It's like yes. taste the rainbow for Skittles. Yes, it is. Uh, this man, this, I'm sorry, this makes me want to go out and commit a few crimes. Then call the show and confess my sins. Shout out to Keith in Texas. <laughs> that's what that's what he said. Actually, just message shout out to Keith in Texas. Anyway, I just wanted to say, hit you up and show off my glass. I'll be sure to drink from it a little later when I listen to last night's show. All right, I'm out for now. Peace, Leonard. One. P.S. Shout out to Chill, Brett, Gabby, Toya, and all the other people that call in or write in each week. They all help make the Saturday show special. Yes, they do. Thank you, sweetie. It's pretty much all of them. I uh, got this email. Podcast concern from Caden Williams. Excuse me, I just listened to your po- latest podcast. I wanted to say I am not stupid. Why do you call white people stupid? How would you like it if I made a podcast and called it Stupid Black People? That would not be nice. Well, I don't think we named the podcast Stupid Black People. No. I think it's called the Blackout Tips. Mm-hmm. And that episode is not named uh, Stupid Black People, Stupid White People, although this one might be. That w- <laughs> <laughs> That one, that would not be nice. It was very rude and hurtful to make fun of white people. I am white and I listen to podcasts from all people, no matter what they look like. I thought your podcast would sound fun. Caden, age 12. And I responded back. I responded back. You're too young to listen to our show. And I said, brilliant, dumb white people who star in sci-fi horror movies. Not all white people are stupid. No, and why are you listen to our show at twelve? Where are your parents? Yeah, put your parents on the computer and let me talk to uh, them. I know. Also, not all white people are in sci-fi movies either. I, that's true too now. But you try explaining uh fucking Prometheus if those people wasn't brilliant and dumb at the same time. I defy you, sir, or little kid, <laughs> whatever. You can't even get into that movie. It's rated R. What was I talking about? Anyway, <laughs> white folks and cheese, a true story. Oh, cool. Let's get back to some stereotypes of white people. Okay. I thought you two would get a kick out of this. Uh, I'm in a Bay Area black person, so I'm surrounded by white folks all the time. I do the online dating thing, and I came across a person's profile that completely matches up with your theory of white folks and cheese. This was lifted directly from the person's online profile. And it says, quote, love cheese, live cheese, eat cheese, say cheese. Oh, my goodness. I work... (laughs) I work at a cheese education facility and love my job with a passion. Everything about it is exciting. The responsibility, the learning, and tasting of cheese. When I don't smell like cheese, I like to have a good time. Good food, vegetables, loud music and dancing, being outside, especially in the sun. (laughs) That was the first thing on her page. 
<laughs> this is this is like out of the quotes. I nearly had a breakdown and began to it had to stifle the laughter. Man, this time these crackers have gone too far. Well, I hopefully keep hopefully that kid isn't listening to that part. Um, but that's funny. That's <laughs> classic. GTR Peyton uh, says. I'm listening to the Corolla show and they clearly just did a quick guess the race segment. Someone over there must listen to the blackout tips. Oh, if only we could be so lucky. Yes. If y'all listening to this, Ball Brian put me on the show, man. I know, right? I need to get the word out. Help a brother out, man. And y'all can have guess the race. <laughs> yes. No bueno. Uh, this is from Perez LCH. She says, no bueno. Please uh, stay away from my sacred cows. Episode 321. Uh-oh. Rod and Karen, no high for you. Uh-oh. I am so mad at you for making fun of Florida Evans. <laughs> she sits high atop the mountain of fab African American TV mamas. Hey, I, 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 now, not my mountain, okay? I think I would have like Claire ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Um, not Roger's mom from what's happening though. That's, no, no, nah. yeah, but I would, you know, I put her above. Uh, I, I might go with Hillary. Uh, uh, not Hillary. Uh, Aunt Viv. I might go with Aunt from Viv. French Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. And you don't even stop there. You go to that iconic, horrific deaths of James, horrific death of James Evans. That is a sacred cow in African American TV history. You do not make funnies regarding that death ever, ever, ever. <laughs> ever is it caps lock and red? Oh, she's serious. She changed the colors on us. Oh my God. I want to cuss the blackout tips out. That scene <laughs> broke the hearts of millions. It was, well, maybe thousands, hundreds of thousands. White people wasn't watching that shit. That's <laughs> white people was like, uh, that's for the Negroes. That scene broke the heart of millions. It was one of the highlights of TV history. TV guys cited it, as did others, regarding the A-plus acting of Esther Rowe. Yeah, she was sad. And the sex talk between James and Florida? <laughs> first of all. Oh, shit, first of all. James very much found Florida sexy. He'd give her his nasty <laughs> laugh <laughs> after saying something slick to, or to, to her or tapping her behind promising with his eyes she didn't need to say anything in the bed she was gonna get it when they got between those sheets <laughs> right we said they was having sex mm-hmm. we didn't say they wasn't yeah. like get she it james get it. she was getting it in you gonna get this <laughs> you can have some james <laughs> oh, she got she typing up another email right now <laughs> But why are you making me think about Florida Evans talking dirty doing sex? I can't. You cannot talk about Florida's <laughs> looks. It's not right, Rod. I'm not having it. I'm so distraught right now. Moreover, sir, James did not think about Wilona each time he had sex with Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you say so. Don't, you don't want to know what goes on in men's minds mm-hmm. during sex. <laughs> But you are right about one thing. Winona would have never had sex with James. She and Florida were girls. That would have been incest. (laughs) I'm glad you forgot about the womanly perfection that was Thelma Evans. I didn't forget about Thelma. I didn't bring up because that's his daughter. I'm laughing. I'm not sick. (laughs) I don't even want to know. I freaking shudder to think what you would have said regarding her. She and her daddy. 
well i wouldn't have but now you put it in my head which makes you nastier than me i i would have never went there you're just like karen and the robot rape i would not my mind was not at robot rape y'all women's minds are way dirtier than men see fellas this is why i was telling y'all if you just don't judge these women you can get much better sex than you sitting around thinking all women that yes, like sex are whores. Yes, you can. Because I would never think of this nasty ass shit about Thelma and her daddy. I won't try this. Or robot rape. I, that, those things never <laughs> crossed my fucking mind. <laughs> women think about that kind of shit. So y'all need to just shut the fuck up and let them do thinking in the bed. Yes, just let them fuck you. You'd be amazed. Anyway, I'm further horrified by Karen's drive-by assassination on Florida's neck. <laughs> I'm blaming Rod, though. Wait, how? Why me? <laughs> what did I do? You get blamed for everything, sir. K- Karen outsourced the blame. Karen tried to go with the financial aspects of why the death of James Evans may have had a silver line. It's lining. That's right. But she's always <laughs> talking about how me dying to help her out. So why would Florida <laughs> no. Evans be any different? No. Rod pushed Karen to go where his sick and twisted thoughts took him. I did not do any such thing. Sadly, Rod dragged us all, including Karen, down into his mean, burning, fiery hell of evil thoughts. Like like a good wife and podcast co-host, she went with the bit. A little too hard, I might add. I'm so mad at you right now. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm literally in speeches by the cavalier way in which your random thought has disrupted my emotions this morning. I almost didn't do that random thought. Like, it's just because we was running out of time. But I was like, oh, fuck it. I am unsettled. Damn, damn, damn. Ah! LCH. P.S. One of my closest friends during law school called me Florida. He still does. I love that nickname. I loved Esther Rowe. Did you see her play the Alzheimer's suffering wife, mother, grandma, and down in the Delta? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, which, that's old movie. Which, by the way, was not only awesome regarding the power of Roots Family to South, Elders, Responsibility, and Legacy. P.S. I am undone. <laughs> oh, that was PPPS or something like that. Yes. I don't know. But yeah, man, I I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, a lot of people must love Florida Evans, it man. Do. More than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even know she was dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she died years ago. Which makes Karen worse than me. She did all them jokes knowing she was dead. <laughs> I, I thought she was still alive somewhere. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Drake slash Chris Brown from Ernest Hernandez. Do you think at any time during the fight that they both came at each other like Prince did in Purple Rain when he tried to break up his mom and dad's fight? <laughs> Slapstick it out. I bet you they did. Yeah, I, I I think they did some Morris Day in the Time type fighting, hand-to-hand fighting up in there. Uh, Tanisha writes in, comments. Hey, Rod and Karen. I didn't realize how far behind in shows I was until I got to your feedback show from last week. 319 after the fire and realized that people had already commented on things i wanted to say about the show uh 317 with firing them side note ain't it some shit that no one can recall the names of the other guests on the show yeah it is gabby sigh <sighs> anyways i'm not going to go into extensive explanation of how i felt about the show but i will concur with everyone else and say it was not one of my favorite shows not only because of fire but because it was the second show discussing something that black folks talk about ad nauseum why there ain't enough of us in the media why uh my thoughts is that not everything white people have is for black people just like dreads ain't yeah that's how white people used to feel about freedom i agree <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this is not for you crispus all right 
Mm-mm, not you. You can share in these bullets, but not this freedom. <laughs> now be a hero to your people and die. You can be free dead. Just like dreads ain't for white people. It's cool to discuss, but it was just really tough to listen to the show. Uh, to people beat a dead horse for an hour plus. Similar to the show with Brandon and Chris talking about that lady on Twitter. It's one thing to have an in-depth discussion with varying viewpoints. But when you got one person making the same point, regardless of everyone else's comments, in my mind, that's not a conversation. Yeah, I agree. At least not a productive one. That's true. Yeah, but I got to try. You know, that's how I feel. Like, with our guests, I have to at least try to engage them. I can't just be like, well, you're clearly going to just keep saying this, so that's the end of it. You know? Unless... Unless we're just going to start doing that kind of show. we just hang up on motherfuckers mm-hmm. and shit. Nope. You know. But anyway. And plus, I think and as an audience. We ain't that ratchet. As an audience, I expect y'all to be smart enough to kind of like see when it's doing that. Yes, and, sir. And let us know. Yeah. See that we're obviously not trying to make it that way. But if a guest decides they're only going to keep saying the same shit over and over, what are we supposed to do? True. I appreciate your patience because Lord knows I couldn't deal, but I will always roll with y'all. If you think about it, what series of any source of entertainment do we like everything that is put out? Lord knows I hate when sitcoms do flashback shows or shows where all the characters are in a different country or different century. That shit sucks ass in the same way that chill sucks ass. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think those are the same ways. Anyway, Rod, I liked your random thoughts on episode 318, Christmas at Addicts. I have a, I had a comment for just about everything you were saying all up until you got into the Christmas stuff. I can honestly say I ain't never heard of that nigga before listening to your show. I had neither, so don't feel bad, sweetie. I went to a school in a country with a large black demographic, and maybe the school board thought that the story was bullshit too, so they said, don't teach them kids that bullshit. <laughs> I appreciate the history lesson, but may I ask, why they? Why the hell was this running through your mind? It ain't even Black History Month. I might have missed that transition, but yes, I was lost for a good minute during that show. I don't know why I was running through my mind. I was just honest to God. We were eating at Cadoba, and I just could not stop thinking about it. I honest to God, I was just sitting there eating my burrito, getting mad and shit in my head, and I wasn't even saying anything to Karen because I was just like, I wasn't trying to bring her into my madness, and I knew it, it would be crazy. <laughs> To just skip from like us talking about whatever to just being like, you know what? I think this Christmas attic shit is bullshit. At least he has a filter. I'm skipping all over the damn place. Yeah, so I just kept it to myself, but I went and wrote all that shit down as soon as I got home that night. Speaking of random thoughts, what happened to Karen's random thoughts? You think you slick, Rod? You can't pull the wool over our eyes. <laughs> you get Karen her own mic and her own camera, but still dominate the show like Beyonce. Look here, Kelly. I mean, Karen. <laughs> Don't let that diva hold you down. Let your light shine. Laugh my ass off. Now, first of all, <laughs> I, how can I be both? I'm both Karen's bitch and everybody's, she's beating me and Roger done fell off. Fire coming on the show, bitching me out. And also, I'm dominating Karen and keeping her from getting her words out. I, I can't have, I can't say. be both. Um, second of all you know what i'm not gonna get into it laugh my ass off remember when that lady from back when you when you first started podcasting who thought you was up in here pacifying karen you know the one that was probably beating her husband yeah i remember that (laughs) like her husband her husband wrote that email yes it sounded like he was getting punched but for real though what's up with the random thoughts karen that said i appreciate all y'all do look Karen, what is up with the random thoughts? Because I don't stop Karen from saying anything on the show at all. 
I think y'all just don't appreciate how fucking hard it is to do random thoughts for t- two times a week and to have enough to do a show. How about you guys all try it? <laughs> hmm? Not as easy as you think, needing shit to happen within a week. We made a fucking show Thursday out of nothing. <laughs> so, y'all, you, you all, so Karen, what's up with your random thoughts? How come you don't have them and what's going on? <laughs> I just need to get on the ball. I have random thoughts. I just don't jot them down and write them down like you do. Um, that's why I need to do start jotting shit down and writing shit down. A lot of, a lot of the shit I forget. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can get back on that. I can't yeah. promise. They ain't going to be every week, every time like his, but yeah. Yeah, that's me holding Karen back, guys. I keep caring from even thinking about writing them down. All right. So y'all blame that on me too. You blame everything else. Jessica King says, hi, Rod and Karen. What's up? I'm drinking out of the Black Out Test coffee mug right now and I love it. Cool. Now I get to have an official title. Right now, you probably know me as the girl who did the vegetarian diet with Rod. It works. But from now on, I want to be the official librarian of the podcast. You got it. No problem. Cool. I'm pretty yeah, sure. The library too is it? Li- you sure you? Will? Well, you know they give the books away for free. Why can't game companies do it, Karen? I know you should. Ain't, ain't we too ratchet for the library? I'm pretty sure you don't have an official librarian yet. So if you ever want to talk to a librarian about something, I'm your girl. All right. Okay. If you come on the show and talk to us about library stuff, uh, I want to know how you stop the homeless people from jacking off. That's question number one. Right, and is it ever going to get rid of the damn Dewey Decimal System? Them are the questions that I have. I'll keep it short. I just want to say you all are awesome. The show is awesome. All the contributors to the show are awesome. Chill is the greatest. I work for lawyers, and I work right by the attorney lounge. Yeah, they have their own room to eat in, and the staff eats in the other room. It's all segregated and fucked up. The lawyers I work for love cheese to give you an idea of what they are like. Oh, I I think we know what they're yeah. like, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loving that cheese, you don't say. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that instead of listening to them talk about Obama and gay rights and why LeBron should have stayed in Cleveland, I can listen to the blackout tip. Seriously, this podcast has saved my workday. Oh, and I got to work this Saturday, so I'm going to try and bring my weekend to work. Yay! Bye, Jessica, a.k.a. the official librarian of the Blackout Tips podcast. You got the title, honey. Yeah. And Derek writes in, TBGWT is my Tyler Perry. Well, well, that was nice of you, Derek. I'm not going to read this email. <laughs> you need to read it, That's sir. That's been all for the Blackout Tips today. No. Hi, Rod and Karen. You guys are my Tyler Perry. Sorry to compare you to someone whose movies you hate, but I actually mean it in a good way. Um, I don't hate his movies as much as I just don't like them. I don't watch them. Like, I don't hate. I think people think I hate that dude. And mm-hmm. just, it's just more that his shit is whack. I'm not like a lot of people that hate him because he fucking up for black people and shit. No. I just don't like his movies. Mm-hmm. I don't like. He got the right to have a platform like everybody else. It don't mean his shit can't suck. Every time I go in a movie theater, I walk past nine movies I don't want to see. He's oh, one yeah. of the nine. Yes, he is. He makes movies I don't want to go see. That's all. Adam Sandler makes movies I don't want to go see. Oh, Tim Burton makes movies I don't want to go see. Mm-hmm. But I guess because he's black, it keeps coming up on a podcast and people keep talking about it because, you know, it's in the Lex kind of blackness. But I don't get mad when I see Tyler Perry shit. I just be like, I won't be seeing that whack shit. And I laugh and move on. I know so. It says, anyway, but I actually mean it in a good way. We are always saying that us as people of color need to support things that we like. Well, I like your podcast, but I was seriously lacking in the support department. So I decided to stop being lazy and do my small part to try and help the show. 
I like where this email is going now. Thank you. Started off on a rocky footing with the Tyler Perry shit, but you brought it back. Ah. And I appreciate the effort, sir. Good rebound. I made a small donation, did an iTunes review, five stars, of course, and I favorited you on Stitcher. I should have done this a long time ago, but I just kept putting it off. No excuse for that. Thank you, sweetie. If I can say anything to the many listeners of the podcast, please do whatever you can to support this show, because I'm sure that although Rod and Karen really enjoy doing the show, it takes time, money, and effort to put all this ratchetness together for us each week. (laughs) We, it does it does it's harder than you guys think yes sir wait to i like when people start doing a podcast and they realize how hard it is and it's yeah, like yeah then, then they hit us up they're like yo yo this is a lot of damn work we y'all like, are really fucking good yes i like, thought it was just niggas talking yeah they was like you you put out a show three times a week four times a week with the sport when we real shit we good and we get one a week right apparently you guys are organizing articles and shit behind the scenes and doing guest appearances and and talking to people and shit. started yes. your own website and uh yes. this is a lot harder than i thought how'd you get 2700 followers on facebook <laughs> this is i have three this is uh difficult yes uh, maybe i should have donated anyway so for those of you in the blackout tips nation do whatever you can to support rod and karen as the official black guy who gives tips of the podcast my tip this week is if you see chris brown and drake in the same place at the same time get the hell out of dodge no reason to get a fractured skull over a woman that you are not even having sex with i know it's so p.s what's worse getting beat down by drake or chris brown or drake i think we have a poll that is the poll. I will let I will let the listeners decide what's worse, getting beat up by Chris Brown or Drake. Yeah, because one gonna hit you with fists and one gonna hit you with pillars. Well, obviously, if you uh, you know, if you defend, obviously, if you're Chris Brown and you get, you get beat up by Chris Brown, at least you can have a promising career as a young R and B starlet. All right. This has been uh-huh. it for the feedback show of the Blackout Tips. I'm about to go eat me some sushi. I'm hungry as fuck right now. Yes, sir. Uh, but thank you guys for, uh, you know, writing in. Go to blackouttips.com. Uh, you want to get your feedback heard, go to the, uh, email the blackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, call the show 704 557 0186. Uh, that's 704 557 0186. And uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, you know, favorite us, share us. Uh, Facebook, make sure you guys are doing all that stuff, like liking us on Facebook. Um, donate to the show. Go to blackoutis.com. Look on the right hand column. Donate, man. Give us some money. Help us spread the word that way. Help us, uh, finance this shit. Um, and you can also, uh, you know, follow our Tumblr, Google Plus. Like, we're everywhere. We are. Just look on social media, except for Pinterest, and we'll work on that. But, I got to figure out what, what the fuck that is. Yeah, look on social media. Search the Blackout Tips, guys. We're also on, on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And the show Twitter is at TBGWT. Tomorrow's show is at 11 a.m. with my daddy. Yes, this ought to be good and fun. Holy shit, how was this feedback show longer than the last time? <laughs> we break the records. All right, man. Until uh, next time. Love you. You too. Mwah. Mwah. It's just me against the world. The city, the cops are
killings, leaving dead bodies in the band of buildings. Carries the children cause they're healing. Addicted to killing and the appeal from the cap villain. Without feeling, but will they last or be blasted? Or that it's past it? Maybe you're listening to casket, the aftermath. More bodies being buried. I'm losing my homies in a hurry. They relocating to the cemetery. Got me worried, stressing my business worries. The question is, will I live? No one in the world loves me. I'm headed for danger. Don't trust strangers, but one in the chamber whenever I'm feeling this anger. Don't wanna make excuses, cause this is how it is. What's the use unless we shoot? No one notices the